In your busy day-to-day life, the last thing you should need to worry about is home security. That's why I use the Eufy Video Lock. The Eufy Video Lock is a 3-in-1 smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell. That's three functions to triple your security in one device that's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. And it's not just for security, it's also convenient. With keyless entry, fingerprints unlock the door in less than a second. You can also assign passwords to your family members and see them coming and going with the integrated camera. See who's at your door anytime with the enhanced night vision, 2K clear sight, and two-way audio. Unlike other brands, the Eufy Video Lock has no monthly fee. It also has an 18-month warranty and customer support on standby 24-7. I love this lock when I'm far from home or receiving a package and I'm laying on the couch and don't feel like getting up. For more information, search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can get complete control of your door. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Royal Rumble and Team Wrestling Inc. Raw is here to break it all down. I'm Jack Farmer. He's Justin Labar. He's Raj Geary. And we have a lot to break down, a lot to talk about. But before we get into all that, how's you guys Saturday going? I like pay-per-views on Saturdays. This is This is nice. I mean, it's... It's 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 after midnight here for me, but I'm okay because tomorrow's Sunday, so I'll uh, hopefully try to get a few extra Z's. But uh, overall, good. I was looking forward to Rumble all week, all day. It's the you know first Rumble in two years with fans. It's imperative to have fans. I'm happy I got a Rumble with fans, but I'm also a little bit. Uh, we'll touch on it. I'm a little underwhelmed in some respects. Yeah. Yeah, we we will touch on it. I think people will be a little surprised at some of my thoughts throughout this one. But uh, <laughs> Ra- Raj, um, how how are you? I to to uh, Justin's point, I'm loving this is a Saturday. I keep thinking it's it's Sunday. I keep thinking Monday's tomorrow, and then I go, oh no, I got a day tomorrow. This this is a success, right? These Saturdays. So for me, the Saturdays are not good. Because <laughs> but it's just a personal thing. Overall, yes, it, I think it's better having it on a Saturday. But, you know, with me, I have kids and wife and we have lots and lots of plans. So <laughs> trying to go to Home Depot. I don't know if there'll be right. enough time. I don't know if there's enough yeah. time. We have, we, we have our Chili's night, you know, or Applebee's. Love so chilies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but, you know, so it's it's one, you know, already – I again, world's smallest violin, but you know, there's a couple nights of the week where I don't get to hang out with the kiddos and 
Saturdays are usually one of the ones where we do something fun. But again, this is just me. I overall think the Saturday night pay-per-views just, it just feels more like a party. And uh, I think it's way better. Yeah, so um, speaking of, of parties, we already got a super chat from Mike D. Uh, Kamala or Demolition Hall of Fame eventually? How is Demolition not in the Hall of Fame? I say that to everybody. Lawsuit. Oh, there you They're go. They're part of the concussion lawsuit. So, Oh, well, then, yeah, wouldn't hold my breath. And Kamala, one of the greatest gimmicks ever. I mean, that that gimmick. I mean, it's a little, you know, people people might not real, you know, really appreciate it now, but you go back to that gimmick in the in the '80s, you you know, '80s, and then a little bit in the early '90s. That gimmick was it went a long way. One of the best, one of the best, funnest matches of watch. I think it's an MSG Kamala versus George the Animal Steel. Hilarious <laughs> match. <laughs> but uh, Kamala was one of Hogan's one of his better drawing opponents. So that mm-hmm. just tells you, like that gimmick, it worked again. It, it would not fly today. It's you know, totally would not fly today. But I would say the thing I liked about it is and what I like about any good uh, gimmick is you see him and you immediately feel one way or the other. You know what I mean? Like you have an opinion of that guy the second he walks out. Uh, so that's what I always loved about it. Um, and even if you don't, if you don't watch wrestling, you see that you're like, Oh, who's that guy? You know, he was impressive. Guy. And you know what? He, the, the, the man behind it was such an amazing you know, uh, character, person, uh, the stuff he had to go through later in his life, uh, you know, uh, WWE, he, he, you got to let the childish stuff go, you know, let bygones be bygones because I mean, this was a guy that made a lot of money for the company. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of, of the company, they had a, we had a, a full crowd for Royal Rumble today. I love the presentation. It felt like a really big show. I really enjoyed that. But when it comes to all the production, there's something that I think a lot of us are going to be talking about, and that is that the WrestleMania sign caught on fire. Ronda Rousey, her star power burning so bright that it set the thing on fire, uh, Raj, do you have any information on this? Other than I've just saw it on Twitter. Yeah, so Nick Houseman, our, our managing editor, is there. He was sending me pictures and stuff. I, I couldn't even see it. So yeah. it, it was like a, a pretty small fire, but they evacuated the area. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. had a fire at the Rumble. There, there's some video online. If you search Twitter, there's video of you know, you can see the little bit of sparks and fire that is starting on the back of the sign. Um, I mean, obviously I guess we kind of joke cause I, it seems like, you know, nobody got hurt. At least I hope not. Um, and they put it out and got the sign back up in time for the, for the final, but it's, it, it's so funny because it's become such a roll the eyes trope that like, you have to point to the sign. It's, <laughs> it is, it is, it's, it's hard not to find, comedy in this as long as everybody's okay it's, it's... and brock pointed at the sign and i will get to it but jesus freaking christ he didn't just point all it. people he he, bla- he blazes guns at it yeah right. but still he's cowboy brock cowboy still shit. He, he should have flipped a finger at it <laughs> uh yeah if you were right underneath it because the video i saw it looked like little flames were dropping down from it could you imagine you're drinking and you got your drink there and a little fire thing goes bloop <laughs> your drink <laughs> wow this is crazy uh but yeah good thing no one was hurt and glad they got past it uh in the chat mr meowpuss says nxt star should have wrestled on the pre-show uh how do you guys feel about it i felt like this was already kind of a long show but what were your thoughts what are your thoughts on getting some nxt guys out there for uh, the pre-show 
I, I didn't watch one minute. Uh, it's live. I mean, I had the pre-show on very sporadically in that hour on in the background just to make sure that my Peacock connection was working because I've had problems with that. But, I mean, yeah, I already knew this was going to be a long night. I have no interest to watch in anything else. And quite frankly, it, when it's dubbed a pre-show, any match that's being put on it and relegated on it, I know is is not of any real you know, consequence. So, uh, again, putting the NXT stars on there does them no, it does nothing for their image. They should have had a match on the pre-show, but not an NXT match, you know, because automatically you put an NXT match on the pre-show, it makes them feel lesser. You know, I, I felt like they should have had, uh, you know, some, you know, one of the feuds, not a title feud, but one of the feuds that's going on. I don't know, Naomi versus Sonya Bill, uh, you know, something like that, sh- you know, should have been on the pre-show. There, because when it's, there's no match on the pre-show, it's completely worthless. And it was yeah. completely worthless time. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it would have necessarily helped or hurt anyone, really. But uh, Kingston says, Lesnar versus Becky for Mania, book at WWE. Hey, get the biggest stars, stars in a match with each other. <laughs> It is interesting that this year's Rumble winners are former UFC champions. Uh, yeah. Interesting, yeah. That is true. That's the first time that's ever happened. Wow, that's. I wonder if that is a, um, a, a glimpse of things to come with future WWE champions. Uh, Serge McTavish says, not a single NXT superstar in either Rumble. It is officially the developmental brand again, quotes Justin. If that is your real name. <laughs> what's the quotes for yeah well, I, th- I think i think he wants me to chime in because of our long-standing battle raj about the. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll give in i'll give in this to raj it, nxt it, yeah there it is no longer the third brand it, it is you move up uh to the main roster here's the irony though the irony is though uh whether it makes sense or not it, this is this is i think reality the irony is while all those years in the triple h nxt while i tried to fight for that it was uh you know vying for a third brand spot and it was just it was linear it wasn't all you're moving up to raw smack you're just moving over um mm-hmm. yeah now you are moving up but the ironic thing is now now every single man and woman who is in nxt 2.0 I don't want to say you can sleep easier at night because in WWE you definitely can't these days with how they do releases. But if you're in NXT 2.0 and you're on T- if you're on TV, they actually have some real belief that hey, we could use this person on Raw and SmackDown sooner or later. That's the whole reason why you're there because that NXT 2.0 is now totally to groom them, prepare them for Raw and SmackDown. Whereas in the previous years, as much as we love that brand, there are some people in that brand that. You know, Vince in the office probably already knew. We had that person's never. We're never using them for our SmackDown. Uh, so, so, and, and again, not so being an NXT star right now, being an NXT 2.0 person, a Braun Breaker, and name the other ones, not being used in the Rumble is actually maybe somewhat of a good thing because again, you can't unsee what you've seen. So, if they're not going to go in the Rumble and win, or if they're not going to go in the Rumble and and do a mass amount of eliminations, it only hurts their stock for in the long term to have them come in there and then just get eliminated within five minutes. So. I don't take it as a negative thing that NXT wasn't in the Rumble, and and if you're in NXT now, it's somewhat of a positive. So that's that's my rant to NXT right now. Yeah, I Unless, do. Oh, sorry. Yeah, as you say, I do think uh, I loved the black and gold era of NXT. I do think this version does feel like it's actually making future main roster characters more so than it did before. Because I don't ask myself, is this person going to quote unquote? work on raw or smackdown like i used to now i'm just like oh yeah that looks like they'll fit right in yeah i i, I find the 
the current version of NXT, this 2.0. By the way, what kind of phone do you guys have? Do you guys have iPhones? Yeah. No. Okay. If you type in the number 20, let me know. If, does it automatically change it to 2.0 or is it just my phone? Just your phone. Just your and phone. it won't change it. It's crazy. I don't know how you change that. If anyone in the chat knows how to do it. But every time I type in the number 20, it, it changes mm. it to 2.0. But regardless, um, I digress. <laughs> but uh, I, I find NXT, I can't, I can't watch it live. You know, I, I go back and I you know fast forward through it i'll watch you know stuff here and there but you know what it's important because you need this area for talent to get ready for the main roster and not all of the talent's going to make it not all that all of the talent is going to uh progress and but you need that i almost feel like it shouldn't be on usa like it yes. should still be on the network mm-hmm. because it, it, as a national TV show, it kind of sucks because because you have so many people that are so green and you need to have those people that are green because that's how they're going to get experienced. But putting it on a national level, I feel like does them a disservice. So I, I totally agree. I, I, yeah. I feel like they're back in a corner. They need to figure out a way out of it. That, that, that this is not if they if they promise two more hours on Tuesday night to USA. They got to come up with something different. I don't know if I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if it's an all women show. I don't know if it's. I don't know what it is, but it's not. They, they need to figure something out. Yeah. And, when they and, made, and the, the TV rights for NXT are a drop in the bucket for what they're making. You know, 30, 40 million per year. It, for WWE, it's a little bit, but it's not that much. I mean, they never even mention it on their, you know, quarterly investor calls. So, yeah. Uh, Antoine Fair in the chat says, here's my pay up for the bet. I forgot about Brock. Brock. How did I forget about Brock? Brock. Here's your five bucks. What was the bet? I will say this: the uh, the betting favorites going into tonight were Ronda Rousey and uh, it was a between Brock Lesnar and Big E. So those actually worked out. Yeah, uh, never bet against Vegas. Vegas, they know they know what they're doing somehow. Uh, Kurt Pride in the chat says, "No surprises in the men's rumble. It sucked. Sorry, not sorry. Women's rumble saved a lackluster show." Whoa. Uh, we will definitely get into we'll get that. that. <laughs> uh, King Rail says, uh, "I in the chat, I really was hoping Shane and Theory would have started a mania build together. Also, Brock winning was predictable, but good story build. Women killed it. Yeah, I will say, I thought uh, you know, one of my predictions going into this tonight was that Austin Theory would have a big night. I didn't think he'd necessarily win, but I thought whoever eliminates him, that might be his mania match. And I even, my last kind of like tweet was, what if it's a McMahon family member? And that, that that's left open to Shane. It's left open to Triple H. It's left open to the crazes of crazes that Vince struts himself down there. Uh, so to see Theory get eliminated just kind of in the mix. I mean, he you know, he was in there for a little bit, like 20-something minutes, and they made note of that. But to see him, I, I don't know. I, I thought that it would be a bigger deal when he went out, and I thought it would be a, a bigger point in the match. But it felt kind of uh, just, I don't know, it just felt like another another elimination. I felt like there were a lot of, and we'll get more into it later, but I felt like there were a lot of lost opportunities tonight with Shane and Austin Theory, nothing happening there, even though they're both in the match. Dominic and Ray, Dominic was thrown out like a piece of trash. Right. No story, just he, he was treated like one of the, the the legends in the women's Royal Rumble. You know, who, who they would come in and they're out in, in, within 90 seconds. So 
I don't know. I just felt like there were a lot of lost opportunities for, you know, planning those stories for WrestleMania matches. Right. Uh, Jose in the chat says, how did, how did Raj Trump think of this year's rumbles? We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it in just a little bit, but yeah, there was a, a lot of interesting thoughts on, uh, on all the rumbles. Uh, Anthony Y in the chat says, haha, bad bunny felt the beast Brock Lesnar. I, I like bad bunnies, uh, 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 time in the ring, but we'll talk about that as well. Uh, Stellar Justin Lopez in the chat says, did y'all see how they eliminated Big E like he was inconsequential? It's like he wasn't even a recent former WWE champion. That boggled my mind. Yeah. It's hard, mean, to hard to argue. Yeah. I'll be honest. As soon as I found out he got shifted over to SmackDown, it felt a little bit like that his his title run is just a like a, a fever dream. The past, like well, and, and, and when they make this weird announcement, they get shifted over to SmackDown. It, it's an obvious alert that he's not winning the Rumble. That's the beauty of when you win the win the Rumble is you have the mobility to, to, to do whatever you want and challenge whoever. So, you know, if you move him to SmackDown, that just kind of raises a booking red flag of okay, he, you know, he's his booking is going to be on this Friday night, but obviously he's not going to be in the world title picture. So that's when I saw that, I was like, oh my god, I just you know put the the emoji you know hand to the forehead. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you could have done something storyline related, made it a big deal, and it, instead it's like, oh, hey, Big E, he was traded back. Uh, I don't know. It, it drives me nuts where there are so many interesting things that happen, and it's just like, hey, it happened, as opposed to doing a story to get there. Right. Uh Doc Hill, Housef, and let me know if I'm saying your name in, incorrectly. Uh, but uh, he says, my girls are six and four and watch their first women's rumble tonight. They are only interested in seeing the women. WWE is doing a good job with that. They have a lot of talent in the women's division. Uh, that is true, man. My, my daughters, um, I, I got to say, last year's WrestleMania with Sasha versus Bianca, that match is always going to stand out because my daughters came, they watched it with me. You know, it was a year of no crowds and screens and you know the thunderdome and aew had like you know a handful of people in the crowd so watching that and watching that with my daughters and they were just so into it and it was something special and they were they were into it after that i mean to this you know tonight they were like did sasha win i was like no she was out pretty early and uh which made no sense we'll get to we'll get to that yeah um but WWE, they do a good job with overall with their women's division and getting, you know, uh, a lot of people to care. Yeah. Even though it, it dropped down after Ronda Rousey left and all of a sudden now it's, it's you know, coming back. Um, Jared Wilson in the chat says, surely Seth can't be a heel after tonight. And yeah, we'll definitely break that down for sure. And Antoine Fair clarifies, I bet Raj that Taker was the number 30. <laughs> I told you. I told you. We bet here. Shave your head, Antoine. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we ever shook on it. but No. Uh, and uh, Lamb Vish in the chat says, Brock versus Reigns back to three years ago. Can they at least make Lashley's feud better for WrestleMania? Maybe fight Edge. Something different. Thoughts? Well, this is where you have to take advantage of the open field you have on Raw, you know, and, and this is, you know, I, this is my big 
prediction that I made and let's put it out on Twitter was that like I thought that one of the four individuals involved in the world title match tonight would probably re-enter the Rumble and win. And that happened because and and they would be for the SmackDown title picture, which is likely going to happen with Brock and Roman because the Raw having the Elimination Chamber, which I'm glad they're doing. If they're going to have a salty show, I'm glad that they're at least going to make it, you know, continuity and linear to mania. It's not going to be just this like random left hand left turn, you know, detour. Uh, So you have the chamber, you have the open field and Raw. You know, you have Omas, you have Damian Priest, you have Riddle, you have Theory, you have, you know, you have these names that all, you know, could potentially in the next two to three months be thrusted into the main event picture against a Bobby Lashley. So, uh, and Edge too, you know, so I, I mean, I, I'm, again, we'll, we'll get into the, all the semantics of, of the men's rumble, but in the big picture, it, it actually is a, it's, it's, it's actually good decision making. We might get into it. I don't know. With all these super chats yeah. coming. Thank you guys. No, keep, uh, keep coming in. We're here guess. all night <laughs> or morning. Yeah. I do got to say, uh, it, it felt to me, and I love Lashley, and I think Lashley's great. Uh, tonight felt like they've moved away from Biggie. Like, yeah. it, and it's Lashley versus Rollins or someone else, but Biggie's not going to be in in the world title picture. I, and I could be wrong, but just seeing how everything played out tonight, it just felt like Lashley's the guy, Biggie is not. And um, that's, you know, I, I felt like Lashley, I mean, Biggie never totally got the chance because he's losing right away or, you know, he, a, a month after he's champion, his first pay-per-view. He's in a tag team match. You know, that's, I think it was on the pre-show or is the opener. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I'm wrong. Um, well, it, also in the chat, and this was something I, I guess I was going to bring up, but I'll bring it up now. I, I was wondering how this, uh, this Royal Rumble went from feeling like the most unpredictable Royal Rumble in years to being the most predictable Royal Rumble in years. Uh, and Nightmare <laughs> Neath says the most predictable show ever. Not a bad thing at all, though. Bobby and Brock was a sirloin beef battle at its finest until the ending. Um, Isn't every show predictable after it happens? <laughs> but no, I, I think the way Jack just phrased it is, is, is a perfect play on words. Because I thought the same thing. Going into this rumble, back with fans and and so many elements, like, you know, Forbidden Door and, you know, yeah, yeah. They, you know they are trying to, like, you know, there is a, a conscious effort to like you know look Cena's not around anymore you know like they do need to make new stars and that's odd that you know they, they're aware of that so it did feel like you know maybe somebody fresh does you know when I say fresh you know I'm not saying like completely random like Montez Ford is still attacking but like fresh like maybe an Austin Theory just jumps up and wins it you know somebody we can see and he Jack's right they went from that to like all of a sudden very predictable, which again, sometimes predictable is okay if it's logical. And again, I think a lot of tonight was logical, but the rumble, it's like, okay, if you're going to do that, at least pepper in some more holy shit moments. And I mean, when once I got to like number 25 and we had not had any surprises yet, I watched the crowd as the 10 count started and I could, you could visualize and see the tension. Like they all started popping up faster. Cause like, okay, there has to be a surprise. And the two surprises we got, Bad Bunny and Shane McMahon. Bad Bunny, huge following, loves wrestling, performed again great. Shane, always fun to see Shane. He's always good for a mania spot. But, like, it, it was. It just it, it did kind of go from this night that had so much potential to uh, just 
pretty straight yeah. and narrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was tweeting earlier today. I was like, man, I'm I'm pumped about tonight because it just seemed like there was just so much possibility. Even if uh, the the winners turned out the way they were, you had 35 you know legend surprises in the women's rumble that lasted about eight seconds each, and you had zero in the men's rumble. I you know. It, it just yeah, you're, you're you're telling me you can't call. You know, Kane made his debut in St. Louis. He grew up in St. Kane can't. X Pac can't come. Uh, uh, Kurt Angle was there. Kurt Angle's in St. Louis. Our, uh, RVD couldn't show up. Or uh, like... Wade Barrett's on. Wade Barrett's with you. Have him come out as Bad News Bear to do his Bad News Bear stick. I have my Bad News Bear shirt over here ready in case he showed up. Mr. Kennedy's never came back. All right, I, I know there might have been a weird departure there, but God, you know, just just from a flat. I mean, there's there's just people just, you can pull out that we haven't seen. Just that's one that surprise that was a former wrestler. Bad Bunny doesn't count, and uh, Shane McMahon doesn't count. You know what killed what killed me about Bad Bunny is they tweeted that he was in the locker room oh, yeah. before the show. They showed him with hanging out with the Undertaker. I was like, what are you guys doing? Like <laughs> now. Of course he's going to be in there. What are you talking? Like, there's no surprise. You basically just said he's in the Royal Rumble. He wouldn't be hanging out for nothing. And and, and did Veer Mahan's Uber not make it to St. Louis in time? He's still coming? He's, like, trailing behind them as they get down to town. He's trying to catch up. Uh, but, but Joel Yednock in the chat says, it's sad that Bobby Roode has zero respect, immediately eliminated. Previous NXT champ Nakamura, also former champ, quickly eliminated. Sad about Big E too. Very pleased with the event overall, though. Well, but Joel, but you know, Bobby, uh, Bobby Roode, he's one of the situations I was just talking about with NXT, where everybody you have in NXT now has a more realistic shot to actually be a a, a point of purpose on Raw or SmackDown. When Bobby Roode was a star in the Black and Gold NXT brand, which I love, by the way, which and I, I, it was fun for what it was there was never any plan that bobby Roode's gonna go to wrestlemania main event he, he was he was just too old at that time and quite frankly while he's physically fit as hell under he's still undersized he's like five foot nine he's not a five foot ten you know he's not so there was never a plan for bobby Roode to be anything more than i mean it's quite actually quite stunning in some ways that he's on the main roster for as long as he has been now even if it is just an attack team with dolph ziggler the fact that he's maintained to steal a Chris Rock joke, if you're a Vince McMahon guy, this the sky's the limit. If you're a Triple H guy, the ceiling's the sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Um, uh, and Serge McTavish, McTavish says, "Did Kofi poop the uh, bed and ruin the Rumble spot?" He did. Yeah, yeah he, he wasn't supposed. To, his feet weren't supposed to hit the floor. It's so easy to get out of it. Just say the ref didn't see it. Especially if the plan was for Brock to win, anyways, I think we'd all just kind of go, "Okay, I get it." It's no, no, you, you guys are giving an easy out here. If if they would have moved ahead, I mean, especially again because the camera angle. If it would have been from the hard cam, but you that's know, our it, view, not the ref's view. No, look, if it's one thing if the forty four thousand people there happen to see something, but like, for, but for the million or whatever at home, if the hard camera was the camera and all you saw was Kofi go off the rope and just hit the barricade, and we couldn't see the feet. Yeah, you move on with it, and, and you get that highlight moment that he always does, that, that Michael Cole was just pumping you know, seconds earlier. But the camera view was the camera right down there because they wanted to capture the stunning moment, and you clearly saw his feet hit. So I'm sure they were immediately screaming into uh, Zapata or whatever his last name is, the ref that's right there, saying he's eliminated, he's eliminated. And he went up and he told Kofi, you, you, we got to we gotta 
it would have been bad. How often do you see pass interference on the replay? And but the ref, you know, it's in mm, no. clear view. It sucks. You know what? It That's sucks. where the ref has got to do a little improv and just look at the crowd. Be like, did his feet touch the floor? <laughs> you know, it sucks. Yeah. No, it really sucked. And this, this was another. This was one more punch, you know, or one more kick while down into again what some might say is an underwhelming rumble. That. That's one of the highlights is you look forward to Kofi coming out and like he spends much of the year around the clock coming up with ideas to be innovative. So he's he thinks about these around the clock. I know this. And, and so I'm sure that he is pissed at himself that he this happened. And it is a blow. But that was the right decision, because if he, if he would have continued on with the spot, there would have been a whole other line of people completely just ripping that apart that would obviously hit the floor that's when you got to play it by ear because how often is stuff done behind the referee's back or the referee didn't see it or it's clear that the referee was looking right at him there's not they're they're all looking at him because they all because they're because they're all prepared to make the sign of oh no his his feet feet. not looking at his feet no they're all prepared to say oh no he didn't hit the ground he landed on the barricade they were that's part of the magic is all the refs have to be looking at him to make the call that he made his miraculous save so then when he doesn't make the miraculous save you have to just say he screwed up he's done it sucks it really does Mm. i don't know about that so uh well we move on to uh steve wilkos in the chat says serious question fellas isn't that the is that the Steve Wilco, wasn't that the talk show host? Wasn't he Jerry Springer's head of security? And then they had the Steve Wilco's. Oh, Steve, if you're the head of security for Jerry Springer, let us know. Uh, Serious question, fellas. After watching this show, is wrestling outgrowing me or am I outgrowing wrestling, specifically WWE? Also, you guys rule. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Steve. I I always say with WWE, you just have to understand what you're watching. Like, if you're watching it hoping you're going to get NWA, you're you're not going to be happy. If you're watching it expecting... The attitude era, you're not going to be happy. If you got to kind of understand what you're watching, but I don't know. What you I was to. I was so excited for tonight. Like I was really looking forward to it. Like it, it seemed like there were so many possibilities. And uh, you know, r- right after the first match, it kind of <laughs> took me out of it. It was like, oh, okay, it's going to be one of those. Thank you, WWE. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Steve. It's it, yeah, like Raj said earlier. Like his daughters enjoyed. You know when they could see a women's match. I mean, it, it just depends on what it is you're going in looking for, um, and who you are, what your expectation is. Um. So, Jen uh, Jenna Ness in the chat says, WrestleVote's latest tweet about the title says it all. They have no idea about WWE title. Check it out. Well, let's go check out WrestleVotes and see what WrestleVote says. Shout yeah. out WrestleVotes. I hope they give us a shout out on their shows. Um, yeah. <laughs> Screw that. Fuck them. They don't do shows. <laughs> it's just, it just, it's just uh, one, it's one anonymous one anonymous person. So, so WrestleVotes tweeted, Lesnar had to, be, had to be the winner here. I'm told they legitimately have no idea what the WWE title match at Mania is going to be at this point. Avoid the old pigeonhole. Well, that's WWE title. The universal title that Roman has, that, that's clearly got to be Roman Brock. It's, well, yeah, what's, yes. w, well, what's the WWE? T- yeah, again, to my point, the Raw, you have an open field on Raw. And yeah. again, I, I don't think that's going to be the main event uh, for the first night. It's going to be Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Mm. Um, John Cena's bald spot says in the chat, uh, been a while since I've uh, seen you, John Cena's bald spot. Thanks for uh, coming by. <laughs> Any chance you see Seth winning Elimination Chamber and facing Lashley at WrestleMania? No. Nope. Uh, and we'll probably talk a bit about that in a little bit, but I would say no. Do you guys have any? Uh, <laughs> Who else, though? Edge? I, I mean, 
Who else Edge, is there? Edge good. He's on a win streak. You can do Edge for sure. Yeah. I mean, you've got Edge, Big E, Seth Rollins, and that's kind of about Ayo. it. He just he got thrown out by Shane McMahon. <laughs> the best in the world, if you recall. I, I feel like if they had real big plans, <laughs> he's not getting thrown out by Shane. Uh, King Rail in the chat says, I saw the Big E situation different. I think Kofi elimination was a botch and it was supposed to start a big e heel versus face kofi at mania i feel like we've been saying that for like 150 years that it wasn't it, 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 kofi was supposed to stay in longer but the, the ending played out how it was supposed to play out yeah um and uh that said i'm catching up uh oz in the chat sends us a super sticker thank you so much oz always appreciate you being part of the show thank you buddy uh, and mike yeah. says as it should be, Raj, Lashley is a star. Big E isn't. I think Big E's a star, but it's hard to be a star when you lose like 11 out of 14 matches in a row. If Lashley was losing every other week, he wouldn't be you yeah. know, as important. Um, it, yeah, exactly. It's how you're presented. I feel like Big E was never presented yet. And again, you know, Sometimes you see like in the past, like CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, when they first win the title, they're presented as like an undercard guy with the world title. And then they eventually fit in. And, you know, Biggie will probably get there. I think he's just not there yet, but he should be in my opinion, but he's not there yet, I guess. Um, Say, say, ja, I, I think I'm probably saying that wrong. I'll probably say, yeah. Uh, let me know. Uh, anyone notice how high Lesnar was dropping Lashley on his F? He never does that to Roman, Cena, or Drew. I would have shot on him. I did feel like those uh, suplexes were looking pretty gnarly, but uh, I have a feeling if you shoot on Lesnar, you're not gonna. It's not gonna work out very well. Any uh, any thoughts on those? Before I, I guess we'll get into it. The show. <laughs> we got it. We're 30 minutes in. We haven't uh, got show We'll get to it eventually. Uh, John Cena's bald spot says, not that anyone wants to see it, but do you see a Shane versus Theory feud starting with a match at WrestleMania? That's something Justin's been alluding yeah, let's, 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 let's I don't. I don't know because I feel like they should have done something at the Rumble if you were going to do it. Um, then uh, CJ Hennessy <laughs> says, don't know if you guys caught the pre-show, but Booker called Brock as his favorite to with to win the Rumble. I'm guessing kind of spoiled the whole thing. I don't know. If no, they 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 with the, with the pre-show panels and stuff like that. Like obviously the Bookers and Peter Rosenbergs and I mean they they obviously have to stay within like a certain lane. They can't like they, they can't call on speculation. You know the way that we can but they're not going to say cody Rhodes. Uh, th- yeah good yeah thank you rush but they are allowed they are like told to like just within within wwe facts make an argument so it's not you know it's not that's okay to say i mean that's it, you know it is what it is yeah I, I mean, you know what i don't think he should have said brock just because i feel like you should stay within the people that are in the match and you know, that are announced yeah. Uh, yeah, but again, and a lot of times they, they try to keep, the, the especially like the pre-show panels, they don't clue them in everything. And the pre-show panels don't want to know because they want to just be able to speak freely and not, you know, be right. weighted. So, I mean, I, I get now, you know, that comment, but. It's clear Peter Rosenberg, he said Austin Theory. It's like, yeah, that's bullshit. You don't yeah. think Austin Theory is going to win. There is a level of performance, though. I mean, I feel like when you're doing those pre-shows, you're not really trying to 
actually guess the right winner. You're trying to sell the show. You're selling the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I mean. You, you're you have to stay in a lane and use facts within the WWE right. universe. So if you say like within who's in the Rumble, who do you pick? You know, right? Uh, Anton Antoine Fair says the ref was standing right there on both sides. Uh, With Kofi. Kofi, yeah, yeah. Ask I mean, her. I mean, these are wrestling refs. This is wrestling. No one cares. I, I'm, I'm These aren't AEW refs, Raj. They can see shit. <laughs> You're going to get a uh, ton of shit. Oh, I know. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to make the AEW crowd angry. I like <laughs> AEW. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> I like Aubrey Edwards, but the rest uh, of them are. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and Terry Allen Jr. says, "Raj, your microphone's off. I can hear you. I hear him uh, too. Does it sound like it's coming from my computer or my mic?" I mean, maybe you sound a little more hollow than normal. I don't know, but I could hear you. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Let me try to disconnect and reconnect it. I will confess that the whole thing about the Kofi jump, yeah, I'm kind of waffling here. I kind of wish they just let it go, but I do know I'd probably give him a really hard time if they did let it go. So maybe I'm, there's just no way to win that. Situation. That's what I'm saying. If they would have let it keep going after showing that camera view, like it would, everybody would have been knocking the illegitimacy of it. And, and you know, but it's, it, no one would have remembered in like five minutes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Oz in the chat says, where the heck is Oscar? Also Brock wins again. Um, I would have loved to see Oscar, but she, I think she's hurt. So whatever, yeah. however long she needs, I guess you got it. I, this is not a case where there is just not creative, not having ideas for her. It's, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. If people are hurt, they're hurt, but. Franny T says, what do you do with Drew? Is he irrelevant now? Um, he's in a tough spot. I feel like they really kind of unloaded with him during the no fans era, and now they're out of ammo, but he's still great. He needs a heel turn, in my opinion. Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah, Just because he 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 had the shittiest timing ever. Not his fault, obviously. Yeah. But man, when they put the, the rocket strap to him and then the pandemic hit, and then he has to carry the brand, carry raw when there's no fans six months of you know the performance center and no reaction yeah it it was just a rough spot he got dealt a a shitty uh hand but i think a heel turn freshens him up a bit because i feel like right now he doesn't feel um like a main event act right now and I think a heel turn or something would do him some good. I like yeah. him better as the Scottish psychopath anyway. Especially with a sword. Possibilities are endless. Yes. <laughs> uh, Matthew Tech in the chat says, underwhelming end to the men's rumble. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So you know, we'll talk about that. I, again, yeah, again, I think maybe if there was more surprises just laced throughout you would get you've just got that little bit of a fix and said okay we got our surprise fill and then we got our logical what the story needs to be finished but just the lack thereof you know. it is very by the numbers in a lot of ways we needed uh, beer is what we needed we need we beer. Needed beer would change everything mm-hmm. um rayo in the chat says i live down the street from cowboys stadium and that sealed the deal i ain't going flying wow. out the revolution though wow huh did you already have tickets? Are you selling them? I'll go. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Cigar uh, Punjabi. Let me know if I'm saying that right. Uh, 
waking up early here in India to watch the Rumble didn't pay off. Not pissed about the winners of Rumble matches, but the show lacked something overall. Yeah, well, uh, I agree 100 percent with that. Um, I felt like overall it wasn't a boring show. There was nothing. I didn't think there was anything bad. It just felt underwhelming, and it just felt like you know from the. I thought the opening match was awesome, and then you did the finish, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Will we? <laughs> yeah. Hey, keep the super stats coming. Hojo uh, <laughs> to go. Belinsky says three way at WrestleMania: Seth, Roman, and Brock. Where Seth gets pinned to protect Brock and Roman. Why beat up Seth otherwise? I don't think that's happening. No, you need Roman versus Brock. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they're going to do Roman versus Seth at uh, Elimination Chamber. Probably. Uh, and, and Sacred Monkey Bone says, when Pat McAfee said, Seamus has a problem with everyone, I lost it. It's true. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Pat had a couple of great ones. And I, I, I tweeted this during the night. When I, real, when I saw that the Raw team had did the women's rumble, and then and the Raw team still had like X, like three more matches to go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, that has to mean that Cole and Pat are doing the men's rumble. And I got so excited just thinking of like Pat McAfee just marking out and just – you know, going nuts over some surprises and people's entrances. And he was still great. Uh, he really was with some of the lines that he had. Uh, Pat, I mean, Pat, I, I'm kind of surprised. This is one of the shows that we know Vince is at. I'm kind of surprised Pat is still able to do the things he does, the, the standing on the table. And be, I, I'm, I'm just surprised that Vince is not you know, handcuffed him to his chair. Um, he is great. He is yeah. great. He's, he's a He is a breath of fresh air. And he's with you know after jim ross when jim was in his prime michael cole is phenomenal michael cole he, there's a reason he's in his spot he is so good at what he does um and so it's it's a great pairing to have a classic two-man team of, at uh, michael cole and pat mcafee i think i think pat mcafee just he has so much other stuff going on that he's like what are you gonna Dude, do he, fire me oh wait, yeah 30 million from his last podcast deal yeah, yeah. He, pat, he's doing this because he he likes it he he is. This is like a drop in the bucket. Yeah, right. Pat's, Pat's from here in Pittsburgh. He comes back and, and he makes some great charitable donations to the area here. Yeah, Pat does not need to do SmackDown commentary. It, it, quite frankly, it's probably an expense on Pat, like being away from his family. Right. Time, he has to keep up with the product. It's kind of like his, you know, uh, you know the, the schlubs, middle class. Honey, I'm going to go do the bowling league. Pat's like, honey, I'm going to go call Rumble because it makes me happy, even right. though he could be doing a lot of other things. It gets me out of the house. On a right. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, Stacy Ednock in the chat says, why every year we highlight the women's legends of years past, but not for the men's. I'd love to see some more men's legends highlighted. Uh, I think they do it typically this year. They didn't, obviously, but usually it feels like there are. Well, I think, you know what, uh, how many women are on the main roster? I don't even think it's 20. They don't have 30. I know that for sure. It's not 30. Uh, So wouldn't it make sense to just do for the women's rumble? Look, I want, I'd love for WWE to have as many, if not more women on the main, you know, on the main roster than men, but that's not the case right now. So it, it seems silly to do a 30 women's royal rumble when you don't have 30 women on the main roster yeah. you know you have 30 men uh again i'd like to see it change and it and i think it will it we're already seeing it but i think it should just be a 20 women's royal rumble because you're bringing a lot of the same acts over and over kelly kelly over and over 
high free i feel like has been done right well, it just feels like it's been done. yeah i don't know i don't know but but and we'll get to it there is a second chance element, I think, with these with these women's rumbles, um, and I'll, I'll get to that. But I, yeah. I, and shout out to it's it's a comment that it's thought provoking. And shout out to Stacey, and I think her, uh, I think her husband Joel. I think I know. I think I know. I think I'm pretty sure it's the same one. I know Stacey and Joel that both have been giving us some super chats. So shout out yeah. to them and for Thank the support. You. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of super chats, uh, Kieran George says, "I agree with Raj. Turn Drew heel and bring back his broken dreams theme." Drew versus Austin Theory. Vince has chosen one of the past. Oh, chosen dude. one now. That would Jane be is the referee. And a run-in by Mr. Kennedy, the illegitimate son of Vince. <laughs> and Hornswoggle. Book it. <laughs> that would actually be hilarious. I'd, I'd be tie it all it. together. Uh, tie it all together. Sixteen <laughs> years later. <laughs> Uh, and Alejandro says, I, I was surprised no NXT on both Rumble matches. Uh, we kind of talked about that at the beginning, but. Um, Not one. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Uh, Brian Cyrus says, I don't like Brock winning, but I feel like WWE did a bad job building up anyone credible. The four most credible people were all involved in the two title matches. I, I I agree. I felt like no one got the rub tonight. It felt like no, you know, usually the Royal Rumble, you have someone that out, you know, lasts like Rick Martel, Daniel Bryan, whoever that has that shine or, you know, doing a Braun breaker, eliminating everyone. You didn't have that, that real uh, breakout moment for a young talent. It was kind of like everyone that's already a star got more over yeah, so um, full disclosure, the pace we're going, I'm gonna have to break in a little bit for a refill. Yes. <laughs> we're 43 minutes uh, in, and we haven't even hit the first match. I'm yeah. just, I don't have my my bottle near me, Raj. So I'm, <laughs> already, I'm my bar's in the next room over. So I'm uh, feel free to go get it. I, I, if uh, I get up, just don't call on me, please. Uh, Maya Lee says we're getting Lita versus Becky at Mania. Interesting, uh, interesting <laughs> prediction. And then uh, as we go down, uh, Capital K says, if Sonya Deville can eliminate Naomi uh, when Deville was eliminated, then let Kofi's feet hit the ground to continue the match. And they always do shenanigans with that, though. I didn't see how Deville was eliminated. Sonya Deville's uh, management. Why did she not come in at 30? She's management. She could control the whole thing. Why did she not come in? Why did she come in at 11? I mean, she could also just fire Naomi. I guess she could, too, right? (laughs) And and Mm, Yeah. All right. Buying or selling Stone Cold as ref for Brock versus Roman from CJ Hennessy? Nah, I'm not. Selling, no. Uh, no, I will. I, I, if they do this right between now and then, if Brock and Roman are so volatile and nobody can, you know, nobody within the company can control, and if they play it right with a with the right amount of realism that they tend to do with Heyman stuff and Brock stuff and Roman stuff, and we're in Texas and only one man can you know try to keep the peace. I would I think that they could actually get to a point where we would buy into Stone Cold there and you could even play into Stone Cold Brock history, maybe even tease a little problems of Stone Cold. I I, I think that there's actually a realistic way to get to that between Here's now. why it's not happening. It's not happening for Brock versus Roman, but you could have Stone Cold as the ref for like Austin Theory versus Shane McMahon because he has to do something at the end. He has to give a, yeah. a stunner. You're not just going to have him count the winner and raise the hand. And he, they're not going to have Stone no, that's Cold fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Or that's, Roman. 
That's fair. Uh, but I do think to CJ's point, I think we're, you know, we're in Dallas and they're, and they, they need big attractions. As, I mean, they got two nights to sell Cowboy stadium. I do agree that I think you have to get Austin as a ref somehow. He, he, he you, has to do something for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, Oz in the chat says, I enjoyed the Royal rumble in 2020 more guys. Um, who won the, Eesh. was that? Was, oh, that was oh, Drew. That was Drew. No, 2020. That was in, that was uh, oh, yeah. Brock. Brock entered as champion and ran the gauntlet, but Drew eventually. Oh, that was awesome. That, that was, was an awesome, awesome rumble. And that the was one of my favorite rumbles, rumbles, actually. Me too. I really love that one. And uh, the women's one was good too that year. I remember who won that one. I just That's remember Asuka, loving right? both. That was Oscar. I remember just loving. No, Oscar was no. That was the year before. Um, it was uh, Rhea Ripley, right? No, no. That was that Bianca. No, Bianca was last year. I think it was Rhea 2020. Rhea versus Charlotte, which got moved obviously to to the PC. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, Rhea didn't win. Oh, geez. What is happening in my memory? I can't remember. I said we have we have Google, folks. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) What's just calm down for? We're almost going to get into the show, guys. Just hold Uh, on. (laughs) No, we're not. (laughs) Ronda Rousey won the Royal Rumble. At 2020. Oh, no, no. She didn't win it. She came at the end. That's what Google says. No, Asuka won, and uh, she came in at the end. Google's lying. No, 2020. Charlotte, Charlotte, Flair. Charlotte Flair won by eliminating Shayna Baszler. Oh. Charlotte goes into the women's... Oh, that's right. And then she challenged Rhea Ripley, which yeah. was a big deal because she was challenging the NXT champion. Right. Got it. Google corrected go. me. Google is our it friend. Said 2020, but it was actually talking about 2022, I think. Good Lord. Uh, Jared Wilson um, in the chat says, how cool was it to the knockouts title on Mickey to see the knockouts title on Mickey? I think it was cool seeing a title on her. Uh, they, they didn't make any mention of it, right? They didn't say. No, no, they, they mentioned the graphics that impacts champion. And like, uh, they okay. made like, they made little puns like Corey's like, Oh, here's a bigger impact. I mean, they, they, they alluded to it. I'm actually surprised. I didn't think that she was going to get through gorilla wearing the impacts chain. I, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised. I think it has to do with the MLW lawsuit. Like, Hey, yeah, probably. I, I think if it was anybody else, it would have happened. I think uh, maybe Raj might've been you that we talked about this. I think the fact that, her departure with WWE was so publicly bad with the, I think that's, I think they, they just completely owed her a, a make good publicly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and MCL 298 says Melina's elimination, a botch question mark. It wasn't. I mean, you just see like all the other legends, they were in there for less than a minute. So I was going to say, yeah, it seemed like that was kind of the, the this... thing. Uh, and Antoine Fair in the chat says Charlotte alluding to the uh, that it was her that won 2020. Um, and um, we're caught up. All right. We're caught up. You know, guys know what that means. It means, Rose, it means that roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. <laughs> Valentine's Day is just around the corner and our sponsors are Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code WINC20 for 20% off plus free shipping. We all use it. 
The holidays went by so quickly. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is just the thing every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. The number one product in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. <laughs> and even has a 4,000K LED. Why are you laughing? It's a serious matter, Jack. Why are you laughing? I mean, do you not have balls? Uh, do, you, do you not? Have you never nicked yourself? It's not a good thing. They're, they're, they're you know, you're right. They're delicate. I shouldn't, I shouldn't make, uh, I shouldn't make fun. Um, but you're, in, also- you're into blade jobs. You're into juicing. <laughs> Yeah, mine are just a little more tough, I guess. No, uh, but I like that they're uh, the, the Thick sacks, is that what you're saying? Jack Farmer has a Samoan <laughs> testicles. Uh, so you guys love this product, right? You guys use it, we talk about it all the time. I've been using seriously, I use Manscaped for so chapstick now, like everything, <laughs> like uh, uh, shampoo, conditioner ball deodorant <laughs> here's the best here's the best i have all the manscape products thank you manscape the best thing i can say uh i've been you know i've been with my wife for a decade married you know a while the best thing i can say is that she will in passing give a compliment of oh i like that's the best compliment mm. that i can i can give manscape is that my wife of many years could even say that's that's, that's good good job to, to steal a Conor McGregor line, you know, once you do it, it's it's red penny night, you know, like it's. Uh... <laughs> well, and that's, she's like, all right, I'll do my best as well. And that's the thing, you got to do it in advance because you don't know when that special time is coming. So you got to make sure you get it. You got to make sure you use it. And seriously, every time I use one of their products, I love it. It's great. Every I, I literally use the body wash every day. I use the shampoo every day. I have the trimmer. I have the chapstick. I have the I'm literally wearing the underwear as we speak right now. So definitely check it out. Um, but you get, said you don't know when, Jack. We all have the same common date circled on the calendar. February 14th is coming for all of us. So we all have the same universal. T- like we're all training for the same Royal Rumble. All right, we we're all gonna hear. We're all gonna hear the countdown three, two, one, and we're all gonna be summoned to the ring. And you gotta be ready when you know, your music. We, we, hits. Yes, honey, we've been married for twenty years, but you want to try this? Well, yes. here we go. This right. is what I've right. done. I got a surprise for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of you today, so it's a good good thing to do. Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code WINC20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code WINC20. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. If you're in the chat, let us know if you use uh, Manscaped. You really should. Um, so- Send picks! No, wait, don't send pics. No. <laughs> I'll take I'll take your word. Send pics of the razor. <laughs> Before you use it. Uh, we're, we're an hour in. Are we getting into the rumble? <laughs> hey, so we're an hour in. Let's talk about the rumble. Match number one. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, we open with the Universal Championship and Seth Rollins comes out, but not to his usual music. Oh, no. Comes out in his shield garb from the crowd. Shield music. And even is busting out some old shield offense. Gets some offense in a little bit early, but eventually it's all Roman Reigns just beating the crap out of Seth Rollins. For Seth throws up the fist and says, I love you. It ends in a DQ when Reigns won't break the hold. Justin, I'll start with you. Was this ending poop like I think, or was it badass like Carlos Rico at CLOC27 on Twitter says? Uh, the, the the finish was poop. The post-match antics did get the heat. Um, you know, Just real quick, great mind games by Seth. A lot of great touches here. The shield music, the shield gear, shield power bomb through the table. I was waiting for the Dean Ambrose hologram to do a run-in. <laughs> this was a really good story and really good start. Um, the, the, yeah, the finish was, ugh, but I feel like they did recover with the brutality of the chair attacks uh, from Reigns. I feel like, and the heat was there. I feel like that was there. So I, I kind of feel like what they did with that um, helped, you know, push aside the the the, the poo poo DQ finish. <laughs> I was giddy throughout this whole thing with the music and everything coming out. Uh, I didn't like the finish personally, like you said, but I agree. The the post thing was pretty good. Raj, is it's hard not to cheer for Seth Rollins after this, right? <sighs> there were a few things with this. First of all, I thought it was shit. I thought the ending was shit. Um, it, it, it was one of, those, one of those things where I was looking so forward to tonight's show. And when the first match ends like that, it's like, okay. I need to temper my expectations. <laughs> this was probably the most excited I've been for a WWE card since last year's WrestleMania, which was the first in front of a crowd. And I, you know, once that happened, it was like, okay, this, this fucking sucked. They did get the heat, but it was such a shitty finish. Rollins is a heel. He's not going to be a baby face anytime soon. I don't know how you turn him. Um, but they had him being cheered tonight, and he was playing to the crowd. He was because he was out in the shield gear and everything. That was an easy pop. Uh, David Arquette could have came out in you know the shield gear; he probably would have gotten a pop. The you greatest know, I, world I, champion in history, David. Yeah, why, don't yeah, don't speak his name with such disrespect, Raj. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's who have you who, who, who have you who who have you ever beaten, David yeah. Arquette, the WWE champion? Yeah. Yeah, there's David Arquette, then number two is left blank, and then number three is Bruno San Martino as far as greatest <laughs> championship runs. <laughs> but I, I just thought it was complete shit, the ending. I, because I thought this match was awesome until that. Like, Roman and Seth were... I, I tweeted this earlier. I was like, these guys, if you told them to go out and tell them to have a bad match, they couldn't. They were just so good together. They have that chemistry. They were just freaking great wrestlers and it was such a great match that ending you know i i i hate bringing up aew with wwe because then it becomes a big tribal thing but Mm -hmm. this is one of those cases where dqs on a you know aew they won't do a dq on a pay-per-view and wwe should follow suit. They should not do DQs on a pay-per-view when it's one of your big advertised matches. Premium and... live event. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> and, the uh... universe watches premium live events. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just think it's uh, 
it, it just it just pisses on people that were looking forward to that that match. I, I would say to the, the to your point, I would actually be okay if this was like a um, fast lane or like one of those or raw or like raw. Or raw is fine. If if it was one of those not suit like big shows, but Royal Rumble is one of the biggest shows, and this was a very built match that had a lot of stakes to it. And so to just have it end like that felt a little bit like, oh, this is supposed to be the build-up to something. But again, going back to this, it felt like a very predictable show. I, it's not going to be them at WrestleMania. It's not going to be Seth Rollins versus Roman yeah. Reigns at WrestleMania. Right. Uh, so yeah, I was a little bummed about this one, but it is what it is. Uh, Jonathan Clayton in the <laughs> chat says, I bet Veer still doesn't come on Valentine's Day. Someone needs some Manscaped. We got to... <laughs> You don't come on Valentine's Day. That it's it's 100% because you didn't have Manscaped. Um, Brian Cyrus in the chat says, do you think Reigns and Brock at WrestleMania need some type of stipulation to freshen things up? Maybe Hell in a Cell. Um, maybe, They've done it in the past, but it is different. Like a, 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 a heel Reigns versus a babyface Brock Lesnar is different. This is, and, and it is just a different Reigns and Brock in general, but I don't, it, it is WrestleMania. I don't, I think they'll do fine without it. They're good at building up the main event of WrestleMania. That'll be fine. And, um, and hell and so Brock's not going to climb on top of the cage. Yes, he's, that's he's, true. He's a smart guy. He's not doing that. Um, and then uh, we also have uh, in the chat, Matthew Tech says, Where does Rollins go from here? Um, that's a good question. It, it looks like. I think it's it, Elimination Chamber reigns, but then I don't know what his, his WrestleMania date looks like. All right. Um, and then uh, Garris Plowman says, BN, WWE has released the WrestleMania sign. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <got> on fire. <laughs> um, and then Antoine Fair says, you're so fast. I'm getting to those. Uh, I didn't mind the ending. I thought the ending was a vehicle for the heat after the match. I will hate it if they don't follow up with Reigns being more violent. Um, this seemed like it was just a bill for the Saudi match. I just feel like this is one of your big shows of the year. Have finishes. You know, let KO interfere and... Uh, yeah, whoever, but just Reigns wins. And yeah. just doing that that finish was just shit. Yeah. Um, so now we're getting into the Women's Rumble, and this is where things get a little crazy here, a little fun. We come down to we'll, – we'll go through everyone that kind of came in, but I want obviously the big story here, it comes down to Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Uh, Charlotte Flair, I thought, looked like a million bucks throughout this match. Uh, but Ronda Rousey is the big surprise at the end. Uh, she eliminates Flair to win the Royal Rumble. Points at the, the sign. Justin Labar, is she the right person to win the Royal Rumble? I think so. Uh, huge shot in the arm to, to the women's division, uh, which has been somewhat floundering. You know, uh, now Ronda versus Charlotte, Ronda versus Becky. You have options, you know, legitimately options. I, I think so. Um, I think this was. Uh, I think this woman's rumble, uh, we can go piece by piece after this. I think there was some some good things to talk about. But I, I do think Ronda winning, uh, you know, you, it's fun to gauge. You can gauge 
who's over with the fans based on how loud the boos are when they get eliminated. This is relevant mm-hmm. both to the women's and the men's match. You know, Montez Ford, who there's no chance Montez Ford is winning. He's in a tag team. But when Montez Ford got eliminated, there was a, a good amount of boos. Like, you can just tell who people gravitate behind and who want to, like, say, well, maybe there's a small chance. Um, And I just don't think there's a lot of other women that, you know, I mean, Liv Morgan was there. She got a boo when she got eliminated. Uh, but I think Ronda being back, you got to sell Cowboy Stadium for two nights. She's been gone for two years. So I think this is a good, good thing for them. Raj, do you think she challenges Charlotte Flair or does she challenge Becky Lynch? And, and Charlotte Flair looks like that's what the match is, according to the Wrestling Observer. She's going to SmackDown. Um, my problem with Rousey was she just felt, the way they booked her, she just felt like another star, even though she's one of the biggest names on the planet in a lot of ways. Like, they didn't give her that, a stare down with one person or she just comes in just eliminates a bunch of people and standing by herself. Like I felt like she was just treated like how you treat like, you know, uh, Seth Rollins. I don't know. It it was just like, she's in, Hey, I'm big pop. And then it's business as usual. I felt like, uh, I don't know, just didn't feel special. And when she won, Kind of same thing. It was just kind of like, eh, okay. Because of how it had been booked, I, I just thought the booking sucked. And uh, I'm all, I totally feel like Ronda should have won. I think they fucked up with Sasha Banks. Sasha, well, are we, are we doing this now? Or? Let's, let's, let's just start from the beginning. We'll, we'll go back. Uh, Sasha Banks, she comes in first, dressed like Sailor Moon. I thought that was fun. Uh, but she she comes in. She eliminates Melina right off the bat to start things off. Um, now, and Raj, I'll let you take it away because it feels it sounds like you have a point on this. Uh, and I'm guessing it's going to be something along the lines of they kind of ruined that surprise yesterday. And not just that. She's one of the biggest stars that they have. I mean, she's getting all these other media opportunities and, and, you know, it, it's hard to get ratings data for quarter hours, but the, the ones that Sasha Banks has been on in a big match, those have been big movers. She is a ratings draw. Mm-hmm. And to just have her out there and just like, eh, and she's out by number 12 or 13, I just thought it was a big mistake. And, uh, like, if she can't do a long match, fine. Have her out at number 30. You know, it adds to star power. I just thought it was a, I don't know. There is, you know, I I get that she has been injured a lot over the years and other things have happened, but she is a star. You treat her as such. She's a star and you're right. She has a loyal fan base. Uh, If you ever type a bad word about her, you'll you'll hear about it. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I do think there's more to that, Raj. I think that, you know, she has had durability and reliability issues from the office perspective, whether it be injury or whether it be, you know, uh, just dealings and happiness. I, I do think there's something of like a question of like, you know, okay, she's a star and we'll use her when we can, but we're not going to hang the whole division on her. And I think tonight was kind of an illustration of that that okay we'll put her out in a big spot of number one we'll let her be part of the first third of the rumble and be a big deal but we're not 
she's not she's not subject to being on the no touch list of God forbid they do another crazy mass release list right after Mania, which they do. Uh, so I, you know, it's just to that. But um, just with her and Melina, I thought the interaction was, uh, you know, Melina. I forgot how much I liked the Mal- the paparazzi entrance, the whole splits thing, and then she gets eliminated, and then Sasha's kind of mocking her with the splits thing. I thought this was a very entertaining. And just to the whole, I think that this whole women's rumble, as we go through here and we note the women that came back from the past, many of them are from the quote unquote divas era. And I, and that's where I made the note here. I wanted to make sure I got this in women's rumble is very new Uh, 2018. They started. So it's a very new concept. I think for a lot of these women, this is kind of a second chance. And what I mean by that is, you know, the, the women who were in the divas era, who were in the again the the the, the brawn pillow, the brawn panties, pillow fights, not taken seriously. You're a divas champion, but your matches are less than five minutes. This is a chance for them now, where the women's division does have more gravitas, and you're in a you have a royal rumble, you have an entire hour built around you. This is a chance to kind of again make good to some of these women, while they may have only lasted for seconds. Summer Rae, Melina. Uh, ivory um they might it's a chance to at least let them have an entrance that matters and a match that matters and like people are like it's a bit it's a second chance that's really what i felt for this and i and i kind of thought that was interesting kelly kelly like even though they might not have been the best in-ring performers and hence that was shown why they weren't given much time to last in this rumble it did feel like a second chance for them to be part of something that mattered a lot more in the in, in the machine so to speak yeah, and um, one thing I do want to say about uh, Sasha Banks, so she she's in there, and then, of course, Melina comes out, as we talked about. She had a quick run. Uh, Tamina eventually comes in, Kelly Kelly and, and Aaliyah. Uh, those are the first five um, that go through there. As I was watching this with It Comes to the Legends, and this is still early on, but the one bummer I had was that it felt a little bit like a lot of the people who were coming into this match didn't feel like they were a threat at any point. And I don't know if it's because like, the Legends were getting eliminated quickly or – anything like that but it, it, it especially in the beginning here sasha banks coming at number one i think if she came in any other time you'd say she might go the distance but number one you're like she's probably not going to go the distance come on um and 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 so a lot of these I'm like i don't know if i see them lasting very long and a lot of them didn't uh stellar justin lopez in the chat says sadly i thought this was the most underwhelming women's royal rumble it was slow paced and there wasn't enough fun spots but i had no issue with ronda um and then uh, Antoine Fair in the chat says, uh, let's talk about Molina botch elimination and people trying to say bit, say it was disrespectful to her. Uh, she was supposed it. to be eliminated there. Yeah, I don't think it was botched. It wasn't. I mean, yeah, she was supposed to be looking like she was holding on. Yeah, yeah I mean, it did look a little off. Kofi was botched that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Tim Vanderbilt says... Uh, Ronda felt like last minute decision and unprepared. Uh, as soon as they knew Ronda was back, that was the finish. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, think that they've known that all week, at least. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Brian Cyrus says, wish Sasha made it to the final four and her and Charlotte could have had a stare down brawl with Rousey Baszler, uh, two of WWE horsewomen versus two of MMA horsewomen. And that's what I felt like was missing from this rumble. Like that getting a special moment where it's just a stare down or everyone's eliminated and you're down to two people, whether it's Brock and Lashley, obviously that couldn't happen, but you know, just something special like Hogan warrior back in the day, uh, always one of my 
first uh, great Royal Rumble memories of all time. Uh, just, I just felt like there was that missing. Like Ronda Rousey came in, and then it was just a regular match. It wasn't like uh, she had a stare down with Shayna for a while, and they, you know, they they give it time to brew, and then they decide to eliminate people, and then it comes down to that. I don't know. I just felt like there was the the moments were missing, and I felt like Pat Patterson was almost missing because of that, because he was. So good at that stuff. Well, I think there's like little mini stories that play out a lot of times yeah. in the Royal Rumble. They just didn't feel, it felt very, we're going to send people out in this order. People are going to get eliminated, but it never felt like I was watching, like you meant like the stare downs of certain people and things happening. It, it just felt kind of random. And, uh, and yeah. Dominic and Ray not having a moment, that's just criminal. Yeah. Jack, to your point, you know, <clears throat> I work with IWC Wrestling here in Pittsburgh and uh, we just had a big event last week, and one of the uh, it's called the Reloaded. It's kind of like a, a Taboo Tuesday, where the computers generating the opponents. One of the gimmicks in the, in the, the night is we have a sixteen bit challenge. It's a sixteen. It's a Royal Rumble, so it's not a battle royal. It's sixteen. Sixteen people come out separately, and we have surprises. We had a Gangrel, Hornswoggle, and in that though, it's. You know, we have certain cues of like, okay, we don't start the buzzer for the next person to come out until this has happened. Mm-hmm. And as I'm so, I'm thinking of all that and all that production I just worked with, and I'm looking at this tonight in the women's rumble into that the comments here. Yeah, it felt like that. There was like, there wasn't a lot of things that had to happen that you had to wait until the buzzer for the next person came. It was just, it, it really was just kind of just keep pushing them out one by one by one. There wasn't stories being told inside of it. And you know, we we've the, they've they've lost Pat Patterson obviously which is terrible, and that might be an actual real factor because Pat Patterson obviously is the architect of the Rumble. Not having him around, he's always been a consultant. He's he always was until he died. Mm-hmm. That might be an actual real tragic thing. That is an actual factor is that they don't have his mind. They don't you know he's a guy who can step in and always talk to Vince and say eh, we got to do this. So that, oh that sucks. I think it's a real thing. I th- man, I think it, Ronda clearing the ring and and Shayna clearing the ring, and they just have a, a brief moment. I think that would have been magic. Like those moments, you didn't have that moment at all tonight. I didn't think so. You know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so in the chat, Stephen uh, and I never know how to pronounce your last name, Stephen. I apologize. Marchicelli. Uh Charlotte going over Ronda at WrestleMania. That I don't know. That's probably a contract no, length question. No fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> Rhonda's uh, winning. Um, Rhonda's here for two WrestleManias. She's. <sighs> Can we talk about this now, or should we wait? The, the, the Charlotte and, and uh, sure. Charlotte and Ronda. Sure. I mean, if you if you want to get to, I guess I, the things I were going five by five. I was going to say like Liv Morgan comes in, Queen Zelina comes right. in, Bianca Belair, <laughs> Dana Brooke, and Michelle McCool. Uh, the few takeaways I have, and I want to get your thoughts on it. First off, Queen Zelina eliminated uh, Sasha Banks, and I am actually very excited to potentially see Queen Zelina versus Sasha Banks. And I wanted, uh, and Justin, I want to get your thoughts on that because I think those two could have some great promos. Yeah, I'll just rapid fire real quick. Uh, Zelina's elimination, uh, that's, that's huge. Um, Ivory, shout out to Ivory. She's 60 years old and she's out there. Uh, look, it still looks great. 60. She's 60. Oh, my uh, God. I posed the question, is she the oldest entrant ever in a Royal Rumble? Uh, I think I got corrected. I think Jimmy Snook. No, Jimmy Snook in 08. I think he's 63. 
So she's the second oldest, obviously the oldest woman. Uh, again, short-lived women's rumble. But I thought Ivory just you know hats off to her. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, but but Jack Zelina that 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 gave me good hope that Zelina Vega as queen. There is plans for her for her to have that big of an elimination right there. Um, and then um, Ivory, I, real quick, Ivory is like. Ivory reminds me of DVP, like easiest person to talk to. You ask one question, it's a, a 40 minute answer. <laughs> you know, like just the nicest person. It's so cool to see that. Sounds like my dad. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but um, uh, I also, I got to say, right to censor, one of the greatest groups. I, I loved that group. They were so. What? Un- I love one that. One of group. the greatest groups ever of all time. No, I gotta say, like underused. I thought. I think there's so much mileage you could get out of a group. Can like we that. mute Jacks? Jack, you're muted for the next thirty seconds. Are we have, <laughs> gonna have to throw you out here? <laughs> uh, not again. Uh, Brian Cyrus in the chat says no tease with any of the teams eliminating each other. Thought we would have seen Orton Riddle tease each other. Um, I, I I did want to say as we kind of get towards the end here, we did see one little bit of story beat, which was the. Uh, um, Sonya Deville sitting on the commentary desk waiting until uh, uh, Naomi came in or uh, Cameron came in, beat her up, then fought with Naomi, got eliminated, and then assisted Naomi getting eliminated. That was one story beat that they actually did have in the sto- in there that I thought was good. Um, oh, and uh, Nikki A.S.H., I love the fact that she bum-rushed uh, Mighty Molly and really came off like a bad guy, tearing her face and throwing her out. I thought that was great. Yeah, um, but other than that, I didn't really see a lot of story. I, I guess it felt a little bit, and we'll talk about this during the men's rumble. It felt a little bit like we were just waiting till the end, as opposed to building the tension. It was the just problem kind is of- they have ten slots too many right now. And again, once it's once they have a, a, the same amount, you know, once they have thirty women on the the main roster, it, I, I'd love to see that. Um, uh, and hopefully, we're getting there, but. They're not there yet. So you're bringing all these surprises that are out in 10 seconds because they don't trust them to be in there for a long time. So it's like you're just filling in numbers as opposed to uh, real storytelling or or there's something uh, more going on there. Everything Raj has said is correct. Yeah, you are. They are quickly, you know, you're paying somebody thousands of dollars to come in for just the appearance and then to be eliminated. But that's what Rumble is. Unless you're winning it, Rumble is just about filling 29 other appearances and surprises, potentially. But usually it's with people that are on the roster. Right. But again, you're talking about with the women, you're really only talking about 15, 20 years of history. You know, Lita's as far back as you go. Prior to Lita's generation, what is it? Luna Vachon passed away. Lunder Blaze. Question marks of things there. And Bull Nakano. Like, so... If they do less than 30 now, it immediately calls for the critiques of, oh, you're making the Wimble- the the women's rumble inferior. So you have to do 30 to stay part of the men. And t- when we are all doing this podcast in 2032, because we're all going to be doing this podcast in 2032 on Wrestling Inc., mm-hmm. we'll have 10 more years of talents that have gone by. That'll be 10 more years of talents that have come and gone and maybe even forbidden doors that they'll be able to pull from. But for now, for them to fill the 30, yeah, they do have to pull from the Cameron, uh, uh, Funkadactyl, I know. 
that's what they have to do. But but if they went into this and said, "Oh, this women's rumble is going to be a twenty-woman rumble," it looks inferior. It's it calls out critiques. So I, I understand. Why not make it make them both? If you're going to have two rumbles on the same night, why not have them both be twenty? There's easily ten people you could cut no, from the men's rumble. No, 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 Raj, Raj, easy. Raj, you and I, you're a little bit older than I am, but you, you and I have been a fan. You don't, you, you can never go backwards. You can all of a sudden say in 2011, they did do a 40 with Alberta exactly. You can always advance, and they did go backwards after the year after. Well, no, 30 is <laughs> the baseline. You can always say, oh, we're going to go 40, and then you go back to 30. The moment that you say Rumble is now only 20 people, you, it's not a premium live event. It's you, you, you kill it. You cannot do that. It's more premium. It's like the no, premium of the premium no. are now in the match. 20 Battle Royals, what they did at Royal Albert Hall for British Bulldog in 1991 when he won that. You know, you can you can never go backwards. I, I think the number's fine. I think the people they're bringing in are fine. You just got to make it feel like more. In, like when Cameron came in, her and Naomi should have had a moment together and like dance together, something to make it feel like, oh, that's a fun I like that story wasn't told well enough. Like that, you know, when Sony came in, eliminated Cameron, and then Naomi came out for the revenge, it was just kind of like it was there. They mentioned it, but it wasn't like it wasn't told. I don't know. I thought I don't know. Uh, I want more. I want more from these uh, the women's rumble. I feel like they could do a lot more. Well, uh, Owen Swain in the chat says Rousey's wrestling was poor. Sloppy punches look fake. Knees moving two inches, barely connecting. Didn't hey, sell. Oh, there we go. Uh, didn't <laughs> sell. Looked like she was going through the motions. Um, uh, I don't know if I, I, I just I disagree with. I don't. Uh, I, Owen, I don't know you, so I'm not gonna. I, I don't know what your. I don't know what what your measurement of judgment is. I wouldn't take one of Rousey's punches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but everyone's up to their opinion. Uh, David Montalvo says uh, Mickey brought out the Women's Impact Championship. That was cool. Yeah, and she came. And she came out to. Her, she didn't come out to the WWE. Um, yeah, the, 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 they have like their own version of the Oh Mickey, you're so fine. So, like she came yeah. out to. I mean, and she came out to. And she, right, she didn't. And she didn't come out to parachute pants that she wears in WWE. She came out and she was Impact Mickey, wearing the title, which I kind of doubted. I, I I didn't know if. I, I literally didn't know she's going to walk through a gorilla and Vince is going to let her do that. Like what's the point of that in his point of view, but she did it. And, uh, and she was in there for more than a minute. She was in there and got to work some, some moments with some, with some old foes. Um, impact wrestling got a rub from the Royal rumble tonight. That's pretty cool. Did they mention that she was the impact champion? I know they showed it on the graphic, but they did. They said, they said it. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, that's great. I think it's good for impact. I think it's cool that WWE does it. I feel like when you're the biggest in the world, you don't need to stress about other companies, you know? And impact is so dead in the water that it, it doesn't. I mean, I mean that respectfully. <laughs> I respect you say you're dead as in the water. <laughs> as I can be, but I, you know, like they're just, they're, you know, as far as they're not competition to WWE. So it, it it's totally fine for them to, to mention, you know, there was seriously people that thought that Cody Rhodes was going to be on fucking the Royal Rumble tonight or John Moxley. And it's like, there is no way. No, no. If you thought that, you you were kidding yourself. 
it's but, beyond that. It's just I mean, lunacy. I saw it on Twitter. Lunacy. Lunacy. Uh, Antoine Fair in the chat says, Becky explained the belt exchange. It was supposed to be Becky does two belts, then Charlotte challenged Becky, and Becky backs off. But Becky said she knew Charlotte was going to drop the belt and not do it. Going to that old uh, oh, that whole thing stare down from from a while back. Um, and uh, so yeah, so that's that's the Royal Rumble. Uh, Raj, did you have any final? You did you have any final thoughts on Charlotte versus Ronda uh, at the end there? I think you had you had alluded to say you had a thought on that. Uh, you know, overall, I thought the ending was where they wanted to go. So uh, that yeah. worked. I should say with this, for most of the part, I like I like where we're going with it with this show. I just don't know if I enjoyed the trip as much as I should have enjoyed it. Is, is I thought the match it. sucked. Like the actual match, I thought was really bad. But um, the ending uh, was good. Um, so after that, we get the royal the the rumble ending, but then we get Dewdrop versus Becky Lynch, and um, it. This was I. I'm a big fan of Dewdrop, and I wanted her to win. I didn't think she was going to win. I don't think anyone really had her picked to win on their prediction board. But um, this is a weird one. Now that I know that there was a fire happening, I think it explains it a little bit more. But um, uh, the crowd seemed very out of this one. And I know it's after a rumble, so it's not fair to really judge it. But just something I had to put in the notes. It seemed like the crowd wasn't really paying attention. Uh, Justin, what were your thoughts on Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop for the women's title? Uh, yeah, before we even get to the fire thing, I mean, this is part of the risk you run of like, I mean, you have two Rumble matches that are going to last an hour. You have two world title matches for the men. Then you have this women's like it, it's a, it's a challenge to actually figure out what goes where. Um, and then, yeah, so like for those that don't know, the WrestleMania sign after the pyro from Rhonda pointed out it, it, like it caught fire, they evacuated people. So like the fans are like kind of maybe focusing on this and this real life crisis going on. Uh, the match from what I remember as I'm watching the match, the match wasn't a bad match, but just the pa- the fans never engaged to like make a reaction to the heels move or make a reaction to the face. move. And, uh, you know, I tweeted, unfortunately, if, if you want to know what 44,000 people being quiet sounds like this was it. This, the fans made a, a reaction when the bell rang for the ending of the match, and I'm not convinced that they just didn't make a reaction to say, "Yay, it's done! Let's get to the next thing." Yeah, um, there's there wasn't much here, unfortunately. So sorry for both ladies because I'm sure they busted the butt, the busted their butts, but it just didn't didn't resonate. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, they were clearly, they, I mean, they were busting their ass, and they. Yeah. I thought it was a really good match, but it was just silent. Like forty four thousand people. And, yeah, and when the when did the fire start? Was that at the beginning or in the middle? Well, the the rumble, the women's rumble match happened right before it. So Ronda did the point. Pyro went off. No, Ronda so, wasn't in the. No, that so, the because I believe it was the pyro from Ronda. It was the pyro. Oh, from, okay. Oh, yeah, so it was in between the rumble, the women's rumble, and this match. So that was from the pyro from okay. Yeah, gotcha. it was the pyro. So everybody was kind of so they evacuated that section, and so they're doing all this fire management as Becky and Dewdrop are coming to the ring, but nobody's looking at the ring. Everybody's looking at why are they lowering the sign now? Why are they fire extinguishing the sign? You know, so just it's, um, similar. Uh, Raj, go ahead. I felt bad because Becky, I hate Dewdrop. I hate that. I mean, 
not I don't hate Dewdrop. I hate the name Dewdrop. I think Piper Niven, such a talented performer. I'd love to see her get back to her old name. Um, I think she has Piper Niven has shown that she has like main event heel qualities. Like she mm-hmm. can be like that threat to a baby face Becky Lynch, and it's just all miscast. Like they're both heels. No one wants to boo Becky Lynch. They don't want to boo Dewdrop either. So instead, you you had silence regardless of the fire. I have a feeling that regardless of the WrestleMania sign, it, this wasn't going to be a heated match. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I do think that... Becky Lynch needs to go back to being a babyface. I just I never understand that when people like someone, why do they go out of their way to make them make me not like, like not like them? It's so hard to be cheered. Just let me cheer the people that I like. You know, it's easy to it, uh, being a bad guy is just, you could just go out there and say I hate this town and you're you're set. But being being loved is hard. If we love you, don't make it hard for me to love you. This Valentine's the hardest thing. <laughs> and so few people get that. Uh, yeah, it's it, so I, I didn't really get it, but uh, I think Dewdrop handled herself well. I think she showed that she can have a good match there. So that's good. Uh, but um, tonight wasn't her night. But someone whose night it was, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Bobby Lashley coming out in the white tights looked great. I said this on Twitter. I have been since day one a Brock Flock guy, a Brockley guy. But today I was behind Bobby Lashley. Uh, there was shenanigans involved. We all knew that was probably going to happen. Uh, but in the end, these two kind of beat the hell out of each other. And Bobby Lashley finally gets the big win over Brock Lesnar. Uh, Justin Labar, walk me through this world title match. Bobby Lashley had been punked out every single segment leading up to this. Brock physically or verbally got the better of Brock or uh, better of Bobby every time. So Bobby needed to win this. So I'm glad that, that happened. Um, this was a dream. This was a big fight feel. I, I I texted a few people as the introductions were happening. Like there's a buffet of wrestling toppings. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can like the high flying choreograph, whatever. But to me, this is pro wrestling. This is this is what a draw is when you see two guys that look the freaking part that you would you know do a two and three take ad in the airport this had all the makings brock dominates this uh i cringe at the suplexes it looked like he was i mean mean, and now granted brock's better match brock's better matches in wwe are against the daniel bryan's um guys that are even john cena john's shorter than him smaller guys shorter than him you know, Bobby Lashley is a, a comparable size to him. So I'm watching him toss him and he's landing. And then even to the point, Bobby starts turning his body, landing awkwardly. And I'm just like, this, this just looks brutal to me. This is what the show business is Two guys that you just are not going to find on every day. I, I love this. Uh, Brock dominates shenanigans. Paul Heyman, as you said, Jack, we kind of thought maybe this is happening. Uh, Bobby wins. I thought this might have been the most uh, succinct thing that happened tonight. Mm-hmm. Bobby gets the win that he needs. He's back as, as the champion. He's Again, I've harped on it. You have a whole field of people in the Raw that can challenge in the chamber. Um, Brock versus Roman. 
there's a story here that people went, oh, when when Paul handed that belt to Roman, which he uses a weapon. This might have been the this is probably the best segment and match for, for everything that it accomplished in the night. Yeah, I would I would agree on that. It did everything right. Kind of some we kind of were expecting, but I think it still played out okay. Raj, what did you think? Uh, this was the highlight of the night for me for sure. I thought uh I, I thought uh the way they did it was brilliant. I thought uh, Lashley so Lashley did drop Lesnar on his head first. Uh, and uh, I don't know if Le- Lesnar was giving receipts or whatever it was, but uh, it was very physical. It was awesome. It felt like a big deal. I didn't see Lesnar losing to Lashley. I know I predicted it. You guys didn't. Um, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite, but. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my predictions were terrible for me, for me calling this like very predictable. My prediction board, not good. <laughs> <laughs> this felt like the, this felt like whether it was Brock and Bobby or Paul or whoever was the agent of the match, this felt like somebody had a very honest talk and said, look, both yeah. of you are, are accomplished wrestlers. You're accomplished MMA fighters. You know, you have to go. Uh oh. Uh oh. Right as we were about to get the uh, the analysis. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> um, but uh, with with uh, Lesnar and Lashley, Lesnar felt like he was like, "All right, you're paying for that motherfucker." And, it, did, it did feel a little bit. Like and then at the end, Lesnar's like, "All right." I mean, Lashley's like, "All right, I'll land on my shoulder." <laughs> I'm not taking that anymore. Which almost made it feel worse because I was thinking, like, "Oh, you're gonna like." break your shoulder or something the way he was <laughs> yeah, the way he was oh. uh, sorry justin you froze up there for a second am i back you're back yeah, you're back i was just gonna say this felt like you can't do working punches everything has to everything's gonna have to just look physical that's what when they started like the whole thing felt like a, it just felt like a big deal i loved everything about this match it, i'm gonna watch it again this is my kind of, you know this is there are certain things that got me into wrestling the larger in life characters, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Hogan, Piper. Magic. And there was also, what's that? Magic, also. Magic, yes, Alexa yeah. Bliss. <laughs> but, Papa Shango. Yeah. Papa Shango. <laughs> but there was also the, uh, the, just the, the making something feel big. And you don't, it's hard to feel like that. AEW has done that with the, uh, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, uh, Brian Danielson, uh, and uh, yeah, Hangman Page. But yeah. I feel like you're not seeing it as often with WWE. So I thought this was one of those cases where they did it and it just paid off. That, the Forge video, as I call it, the build-up preview video, the hype package for these two guys. Oh, my God. Just awesome. Just take whatever that is. Take that template. WWE and just do that forever. Just that's one of the best things I've ever seen them do. Just I was so pumped for that after I'd seen that. And it was it just me or is it kind of weird seeing Bobby Lashley smaller as a kid? I was like, I mean he's he was for a kid, but I was like, you don't look like the Hulk. You just look I couldn't I still couldn't have taken you, but (laughs) you didn't look like the incredible Hulk, you just look like Thor. but uh Kayla making the chat says I felt like this match should have had the hype. That like Brian versus Omega, but never felt like it. Match was great though. 
Uh, I thought there was some high. I had it, but I just really love both these guys, so I was psyched for it. Um, Dean Reagan in the chat says, hope it's Lashley versus Seth with no interest in Big E. Um, I mean, it might be. Is is, uh, Seth Rollins SmackDown now, though? Or I guess not. I guess he's come back. Nice still roll. So, you know what? I mean, who else? I mean, Lashley, him beating Lesnar, they're not going to have him lose it to the Miz. You know, (laughs) like that's a big deal. You sure about that? I, I, I think you're on raw on Lashley goes to Mania's champion. You're looking at how many is the chamber hold? The chamber holds it's six, right? Six. Yeah, four in the pod, two in the ring. I think you're looking at probably again, um, priest, priest, Omas. That's two riddle. Omas is in there, yeah. I think uh, you're looking at priest, AJ. Hang on. What about KO? KO's in there. One at a time here. <laughs> Priest, uh, Omas, Riddle, Orton, Theory, that's five. And then Lashley. No, no, Lashley's no, champ. Lashley's the champ. Oh. You need a six. So, uh, I mean. Shane McMahon, the <laughs> best in the world. He is the best. But what I mean is, I, it's, it's, I think every, I think everything. You know, you have a wide open field here for this this chamber. Yeah. Um, What's a realistic? Because this is not no longer they could do whatever they want. This is actually they need to sell tickets. One night is going to be Lesnar versus Reigns. That's Sunday. Saturday is going to be Ronda. Rousey versus Charlotte. But the secondary match, you you still need something. This is this is so where the... Lashley versus what's a draw? Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Who do they build up to be a Goldberg? Baby? Goldberg. Goldberg beat Lashley last time. I'll say that. I. This is where you. This is where you build up the accessories, like the Austins as a referee, and. Right. and um. Well, to kind of to this point, uh, I am a SE one. Um, disregard real life Rumble results. Can you three give your fantasy booking of Mania top three matches, men's, women's, and attraction? pushing um i mean i, I think lesnar reigns is fantasy right, booking. uh and i i think ronda rousey versus either champion right now personally is i think it's is, gonna be charlotte um so i'd be down for that but attraction um it, bad if, funny versus <laughs> johnny knoxville <laughs> uh it, it, attraction if 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 cena's really busy in hollywood and he's not i mean the only other one I could think is, uh, and I don't know his health, if Triple H comes back and has a match, you know? Yeah. He's, you know, I, I mean, really, if you're trying to find, like, a one-off, you know. Just... I have Bad no idea. Bunny and Rey Mysterio, if they wanted to, they could do some badass stuff. That would be really cool to see, actually. Um, and then Oz in the chat sends a super sticker. Thank you, Oz. Uh, Jeremy, uh, is it... Uh, Kodo in the chat says Edge, Big E, AJ, Omos, KO, and Theory for a elimination chamber. And uh, D. Reagan says only one man is ready. Veer is coming for Bobby. He's been coming for some time. He, uh, I, I don't know what he can do at this point to make it worth our wait at this point. Because if he just comes back and beats people, it's not going to be that interesting. But we saw those vignettes for Elias for forever and uh and tonight was an opportunity they could have 
redone whatever for lies, and he could have shown up tonight, and they then they didn't. Or beer, they could have I, had him come out and eliminate a few people, and you know, it is. It, I, I I I can say with a hundred percent. Uh, certainty. They have no plans right now for Veer. It's just throwing it out there, and, and then they're like, "Holy shit, what do we do?" I feel like Veer or uh, Elias and Finn Balor are two themes that, if you heard hit after the countdown, you'd have been excited for. Uh, that they have on the roster. We don't know what Veer's theme is. Just Elias and Finn Balor, and not even for Finn. For whatever Elias would be, whatever the new. They were trying to bury his, uh, you know, his musician gimmick. So whatever the new gimmick would have been, I would have been interested to see it. I'd be okay if he just came back with the musician gimmick and pretended like they never got rid of it. Look, when he was here in the Indies, prior to him being Elias, the, you know, the 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 drifter turned singer, he was uh, heavy metal Jesus because he had a resemblance to, you know, with his like. I, anything would have been better. I, again, it's, I mean, the men's felt like they missed some opportunities. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, this was, uh, after this match is where things, this, again, I loved all the people in it, but for some reason, this just one isn't hitting for me. Grit couple versus the it couple. Yes. Um, I, this one didn't drag on. I think it, it was, it was fine as a match, but this was a point where I was kind of like, Oh man, we still got this one before we get to the rumble. Um, Justin, how'd you feel about this this matchup? Uh, yeah, you know, look, uh, Edge is probably a selling point to help sell tickets to this event. Mm-hmm. Edge teaming with his wife Beth Phoenix was probably something that he said to Vince, "I want to do. We're both physically cleared. I want to do this." And and like you know, and Edge is at a status that he gets what he wants. So I get this match happening, but yeah, you know, at this point, the show start again. I'm East Coast time. The show starts at 8 p.m. Eastern. This match, you know, is is in the ring by, you know, 10.30, whatever it is. And you're like, does this need to happen? It felt like, yeah, this match just felt like it was in the way. It was like, let's just get this match out of the way. Let's get to the damn Rumble match for the men. Right. Um, And I'm sorry to say that because, again, uh, you know, all four have their relevant, you know, Miz and Maurice, they are Holly. You know, they everybody in this match had their relevancy. So, but this match felt like it was just in the way by the time that it happened. Yeah. Um, and and Raj, I want to talk to you about a tweet you sent out uh during this match. You said, uh, if you've got great charisma, you don't need to be Okada in the ring. Are you saying Okada has no charisma? Uh, no, I'm just teasing. How would you feel? About, how'd you feel about the match? <laughs> I thought that you, you know. You remember back in the day when I don't know how. What was what year was the first live pay per view you saw? Oh, I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. You don't remember the first? I'm bad with years. I can't remember the actual first. You be like, um, yeah, yeah, the wrestling pay per view, Justin. Because most of my first shows I watched on tape afterwards. The first one I watched. Somebody would record them and then uh, bring them. Yeah, the first one that I watched live that wasn't taped on a VHS and then given to me was 92. 92. Okay. So uh, back in the late 80s when I was watching, they would do an intermission. And they would have like a five to ten minute intermission on pay-per-view where 
it just you just see a clock and it's counting down. I would prefer that to this match. Just because I think Edge is a huge star. I think Mer- I think everyone in this match, they play their roles well. But this was all that was, was just kind of like, and, and, and it was almost a misuse of their star power by having them be this filler, just, you know, kind of getting your drinks ready or getting your food ready until the main event. And Edge is way bigger than that. Ms. Maurice, uh, Beth Phoenix, they're so talented. I just felt like it just was a misuse of their star power. I, I yeah, on paper, I think this this match is fine, and I think it'd been fine on like a fast lane. But yeah, in between rumbles and all, stop this other saying stuff, fast lane. Great, <laughs> great, fucking great show. balls of fire. Stop if saying on, Jack. If it was on stomping grounds, God. then it'd be fine. Well, Jack, we're gonna. I'm gonna meet you. I'm gonna... <laughs> How dare, oh, you, no, not again. how dare you besmirch great balls of fire? <laughs> Some I, I, I sat at a fast lane here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I have a chair that's about 100 feet over there that I can see from a fast lane. It pisses me off. Stop <laughs> saying fast lane. I hate these extra bonus shows that we do in the road to mania. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roadblock. Uh, Jared Wilson says the Miz equals winning in life. The Miz is great. I think he's one of the more undervalued people. In, in Dude, how many people would cut off like their left pinky to live his life? Yeah, he's definitely has has done better than I think anyone would have predicted when he. How much is he making? He he's got this house that's twelve million. It's like there's no way he's making twelve million a year, or even close. That's the, he's probably got the show paying for it because he's on the show. So it's probably yes, one of those. It can't be that much. Jesus. Think about this. They said this about Dolph. Dolph Ziggler has been in what, like 15 straight years, the Rumble, only yep. second to um, Kane. Miz has been around for about just as long. And like, think about making six figures for that long with WWE base before bonuses, merch, Hollywood. I mean, Miz and Mrs. You know, like, He's probably doing okay. How much yeah. merch is Miz making? <laughs> uh, you, you don't have one of his headbands? No. Think about the years. Uh, Miz, the haters love me. I mean, think about it. Like, it's the, have you ever seen Miz merchandise in public? Even, even in New long, Orleans at WrestleMania. Long, long, when, when, long, when Raj, long, longevity is the point. Miz has been around for a long freaking time. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy in the chat says, Are Finn, Ricochet, or any other NXT casualties soon to be free agents? Insult to Finn that he didn't get one of the 30 spots. Um, I never like to speculate on people losing their job, but um, I don't know, I don't know what the plan is for him. But Ricochet got new music, so that makes me think something's planned for him. You know, I think at some point. You know, so many people are like, oh, they should go to AEW. But AEW is so crowded right now. I've heard that with Chad Gable. Do you really think Chad Gable will be in the main events in AEW? I don't. I think he's in a higher spot where he is right now. I think um, if you're on TV and pro wrestling, you just, you 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 enjoy it. It's just, it's so crowded. Yeah. But, you know, it, it it always makes it seem like the grass is greener, but when you look at the reality, so many guys are coming in and out and they're not, you know, who's talking about um, 
uh, Tony Nice, who got uh, a couple weeks of TV, or um, even you know uh, Brody King. I mean, he's he's a weekend, and it's just kind of like, eh. That's the thing. Tony Khan, to the benefit of those that he has employed, are giving he's giving money and and oh you're gonna be on dark and this and that so great he's giving a paycheck to these guys but like yeah like you're you he's 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 employing so many people that what difference does it make you're mm-hmm. not. I don't know. Yeah. Great. He great. He's not going to cut you prematurely before your contract term ends. He's going to let your contract ride out. and You're going to get a paycheck, even if you're not on TV for a few weeks. So that's great. But yeah, how many, how, how many guys that are similar, you know, how, yeah. How many, how many, how many ricochets, how many Brody Kings, how many whatevers. Uh, I mean, if I'm looking out there and I'm seeing carrying cross is still out there and Keith Lee is still out there and Bray Wyatt's still out there. I'm not super confident that there's necessarily a ton of contracts waiting. Right, for. and all those guys you just said, Jack, all of them can make a niche for themselves. Yeah, Wyndham Bray Wyatt can he can be some like, but yeah, we, we talk about the Garganos and the all, all these guys, the Must, you know, Mustafa Ali. Like, what are they going to do that's going to actually make them stand out and be different and and main event dynamite? It's just right. The one that will make a difference is Jeff Hardy, and uh, but that's with Matt. Even without Matt, he he he's you know. I, but you're I, not. But but if you're Tony Khan, you're not signing. He's you're not going to sign Jeff Hardy and have him be a single star. He's with Matt, especially because and I love Matt. The House of Hardy, or the Hardy family office stuff, is floundered. It's 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 blah. You could have Jeff come in right away and be. Uh, a competitor to, you know, an opponent for Hangman Page. I, I think there's more value there than being in the tag team with the Hardys. Granted, yes, you could do the Hardys versus the Young Bucks, but as much as people talk about AEW, the tag division, when was the last time a tag title match has headlined a, an episode of Dynamite? The, the tag division is not the main thing. It's still the singles, and I, I think that's where... The, the big draw would be uh, Jeff has never been relied upon for long term as a single star without Matt. He's been champion, but it's never lasted long. I love Jeff. I, I really do. Jeff and Jeff needs Matt. Matt and Jeff is where the money's at. So one thing or another with Jeff, he has a weird um, like connection with the fans that just, even when he's not, he'll be on TV for like only once every six months and he'll lose matches. But when he comes out, the whole crowd goes nuts every time. It's like uh, a, a Liv Morgan, uh, Naomi. There are certain people, uh, Sasha Banks, that just have this connection. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's one of those. He, he just has that. So uh, let's get into the, the Royal Rumble, shall we? Let's get into the main event here. Uh, well, I'll just, I'll just kind of go through them. I'll name kind of the starting guys, and um, you guys let me know if anything stands out to you. But AJ Styles sh- starts. Shinsuke Nakamura comes out next. Uh, I was bummed out because I had AJ picked to win it, and I knew this meant he probably wasn't going to win it. Austin Theory comes out. Robert Roode, Ridge Holland, Montez Ford, Damian Priest, Sa- Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville, Angela Dawkins. Those are your first 10. Um, it 
it felt like we had some guys who could go for a long time here in the beginning, getting slots here, but no big surprises, no big shocks here so far. Uh, in those first 10 guys, anything that kind of stood out to you? Uh, big pop for Knoxville with the, yeah, I mean, he's obviously, obviously he's crazy. Yeah. Uh, he comes in the ring and he's, you know, him with AJ and like AJ says, hit me. And he hits, he hits AJ pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, and AJ says, okay. And then AJ gets him back. Uh, I, this was actually a very entertaining little sequence between the two. This was again, Johnny Knoxville, crazy as shit, but this is funny. It, it was fun to see. I thought Robert Roode and AJ Styles have the stare down and, and a very slight uh, TNA chant popping up there during that part. Uh, I'm sure that was a very small group of people that really appreciated that, but I thought that was fun. I was a big TNA fan during their run. Um, Raj Montez Ford got a huge reaction when he came out. Montez is great. You know what I like with AJ with Knoxville? He seemed like he wasn't uh, going easy on him. No, no, he was not. <laughs> he was, he was letting it go. Uh, was Dominic in the first 10 or are we still getting to that? We haven't gotten to Dominic yet. Okay, he was gotcha. number 14. Um, Yeah, not too much. You know, again, I, I, I've been watching the Royal Rumble since 88. And uh, I always miss those, like when Demolition Axe and Smash were the first two. Or there was something in the first 10 that really got you going, and I felt like there wasn't really anything in the in the first ten that uh, got you going. Yeah, I think kind of going back to not being a lot of stories. Something that stood out to me is AJ Styles. He eliminated uh, Austin Theory, Robert Roode, Ridge Holland, Sami Zayn. They never felt like they were really building up the fact that he was kind of going on a tear in this thing. Like he eliminated a lot of people. But it felt like whenever these eliminations happened, like I said, they weren't really telling the story of AJ Styles came in number one, knocking everyone out. He's doing great. It was just kind of like, oh, this person is eliminated. It was always after the fact. It was like, oh, Austin Theory, he was here here for 22 minutes, but it wasn't like during while he's doing it. And yeah. so when once he's out, it's like, but he's gone. So who cares? Right. Uh so we go on to the next 10. We go got Omos, Ricochet, Chad Gable, Dominic Mysterio, Happy Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, Rick Boogs, Mad Cat Moss, and Riddle. Um, this is where I felt like they really could have used some exciting people to come out. Because this is where we're getting to the middle. It's been going for a while. And Justin, uh, I want to hear your thoughts on, I don't know, if, like, I think Happy Corbin's great, but he's not like, I'm not like going, oh, here he comes. You know, I love Dolph Ziggler, but I'm not like, oh, business is picked up. You know, it felt like a lot, these were like a lot of tag team guys and none of, I don't think anyone in here in this second, in this 10 man group outside of Riddle, maybe Sheamus and maybe Omos felt like they were a threat in this match. Yeah, no, the Rumble's built on, you know, you have some logical winners, but then you have like just surprises just to see. We didn't get a surprise until after the 25th. And again, mm-hmm. our surprises were Shane and Bad Bunny. Uh, and then I guess Brock. Um, the The crowd was, the tension was building, waiting for surprises. Even if, again, even if the surprises are, 
again, I, my, my, my examples, Kane or X-Pac or just, just people just to see and react to and just let them have a moment. Like we kept seeing all of these people, Mad Cat Moss, all these people that are just regulars on the roster. And you're going, oh, what? Like, the Rumble has become built upon surprises. The first fifth, the first ten years of Rumble wasn't first from eighty, you know, eight to it was you know you just see the roster you have and, and the sequence of it. You know, after, right after the two thousands, it started to become who can you shock the audience with from the past, and that's what the Rumble identities become. And they just pretty much abandoned that tonight. You know, again, okay, we see Shane, great to see Shane, but yeah, it just it was. Um, the audience got restless and then distraught. Do, do you, when you look back, um, when you look back at the old rumble surprises and, and, and the videos that have them, was there anything tonight that would make that video? I was like, no. Nah. Ronda Rousey, maybe, I guess probably would. But for the men's rumble, Definitely not. I mean, maybe Riddle hitting Drew with the RKO. No, no, mm. no. When you're thinking about like Hogan, the Warrior. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you're talking about the yeah, real yeah. big moments, there was nothing even close, right? except for Rousey, just because of who she is. Yeah, would it would probably be on there. But in this men's rumble, there was nothing. Uh, I just thought it was completely void of surprises, and uh, and this second twenty entrance, it was just like, oh shit, this is they they don't have much. I'm like this is where it's going. Especially as um, like as you we had all alluded to before, like Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio not even in at the same time. When for the past few weeks they've been building up them eliminating each other. Yes, and they didn't even have that moment where you could think, what if this is where it happens? It just Dominic was in there for like 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this was, uh, and again, I, I keep saying they're not a threat. I think of the old pay-per-view or the old Royal Rumbles where it's like, you've got an Undertaker and a Kane and a Stone Cold and uh, and there's multiple people like, this person could win it. And every time they come out, like, oh, here comes one of the favorites. This was a bunch of people that I don't really like I like him, but like I, lo- yeah. I, I'm a huge Ricochet fan, but I didn't think for a second he was winning this thing. Right, for as strong as Mad Cat Moss looks, you're like he's not yeah. going to Mania. Right, and, and just and when I'm thinking about just us, when just you know in the past where we're like, okay, AJ and Omos, they're going to break up and they're going to have a match at the Royal Rumble. Dominic and Ray, they're going to break up, they're going to have a match at the Royal Rumble. These breakups happen and it's just a throwaway match on raw it's not even a uh i'm sorry wrestlemania but uh yeah it's just like uh there's not that big build anymore for these big matches yeah we and we get to the second the third final act here drew mcintyre kevin owens ray mysterio kofi kingston otis biggie bad bunny shane mcmahon randy orton brock lesnar um, it felt like they had the stars here at the end, but I don't know. Again, maybe I'm just being negative Nancy here. It, it felt very much like by the time this point hit, I was like, oh, I'm waiting for Brock Lesnar. I'm waiting for the 30 spot so Brock Lesnar can come in and win is how it, how I felt watching this. Um, 
I don't know if you guys had a different opinion. Uh, again, Biggie or um, Bad Bunny was the surprise, but they they leaked it themselves, which was the weirdest thing ever. Uh, and then even Shane McMahon was shown backstage beforehand. So when he came out, it wasn't even like a, a huge shock. It was like, oh, I guess he's going to be out there. Um, I was kind of bummed out by this one. I, again, I like the idea of Brock Lesnar challenging Roman Reigns. So I like that we got there, but I didn't really enjoy the drive. I didn't enjoy the, the trip. Yeah, it was it was for the first rumble in two years with fans. It was it was an underwhelming end. I I, dare I say. They might have better been suited. Ending with the women's rumble. Mm -hmm. I don't get why they didn't. Um, Well, I I guess I did. But why would you have Lesnar, a baby face, eliminate Orton in his hometown? Like someone else should have eliminated Orton and then Lesnar throws that person out. You know, yeah. like it's just common sense booking. Once Lesnar threw out Orton, the crowd was booing him and yeah. they never got back on his side. And how could you not be surprised that that happened? Even at the end when he won, I, there was a clip where it actually showed a guy like doing this. Like, yeah. Like, in the crowd, like, like that's. Again, like if someone threw out Orton and then Lesnar threw that guy out, it would have—I think it would have been a different story. So it was just a weirdly booked. Again, you know, when I when I said the thing about Pat Patterson earlier, I'm not kidding. He would have yeah. known how to do this, and it just felt like they didn't know how to book this year's Rumble. It kind of sucked. And considering all the stuff going in, I was the most excited about this pay per view mm-hmm. in in a long time. And it's just kind of, by the end, it just fell flat. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I thought this was going to be one of the most exciting pay-per-views. I was so pumped for it. And it, yeah, the, the whole show felt like we were just waiting for it to be done so we could confirm all the things we'd kind of been assuming in the first place. Uh, but there wasn't a fun trip along the way. Uh, Dean Reagan in the chat says, expected them to put really push theory maybe to the last four. Oh, wait, then- sorry, I'm on the wrong one. Um, yeah, I thought Theory was going to go far too. Uh, but like you guys said, if you're going to have Shane McMahon in there, how do you not have Austin Theory in there with him or someone like some kind of tease to what he's been doing this whole time? Uh, Triple H comes in, eliminates Theory. I would evince uh, Triple H struggle. Who wouldn't, be- Shane, who wouldn't believe that? Have you guys watched Succession? No. It's I hear my, it's great. Everyone says it's the yeah, best it's show a, ever. A, I, I'm, ca- I'm, I'm catching up on my Ozark uh, first part of season four. It reminds me of the McMahon family. And there's like, I have a guy that reminds me of Triple H. There's a guy that reminds me of Shane McMahon. But once you guys catch up, the main guy obviously has been. Yeah. Um, so uh, 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 Sam Skidowski says. Did Reigns getting COVID the day of day one force WWE to replan the men's rumble result to get Reigns and Lesnar back on track for Mania? It kind of seems that way. I mean, I don't know what their plans were, but. Um... So last year, last year I had got the, so I had gotten the, the winners of the Royal Rumble matches and, mm-hmm. uh, and I decided I wasn't going to post them on the site. And I told people, you DM me, I'll let you know who's winning. And I, I'll let people know. 
But I remember, you know, I just feel like I never like knowing that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, that's not news because you're going to find that out. The news is if someone's leaving or someone's unhappy or, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, I'm forgetting what my point yeah. was. <laughs> just say, it, it, I think because it felt like we knew that this was where they were going to go with it. But uh, Tina Miller in the chat says, embrace the beastie. Becoming a Brock fan helps you enjoy wrestling more because you're laughing when everyone else is crying. Love you guys. I love Brock Lesnar. Don't I get me wrong. Brock. I, yeah. I, I'm one of his biggest Brock's supporters. One of my favorite guys. Yeah, yeah, Brock, generational. We, yeah. he's generational. One in a generation. Yeah, it's. Um, Dean Reagan says the Kofi botch summed up the whole Rumble. Um, I wonder how different it would have been had that worked. Like, I wonder if there was something planned in there. No, it, it, it but, it, but, but that super touch right. It just kind of sums up the the underwhelming. Uh, like we couldn't even get the Kofi spot. That 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 didn't even work out right. Yeah, it was an underwhelming rumble for sure. Yeah, Ross, to your point. I don't think there's a lot of stuff in it that I, like maybe to your point though. The whole big moments, maybe Brock F fiving Drew out of the the ring will be a clip that looks better than it felt in real in real time but i don't i don't know I, 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 you know what if if the main event was uh, this smackdown whatever you call it one of the main events is is uh reigns versus lesnar what's the other like who came out looking strong for the other um that's a good point. I mean, eh. Ron. I mean, Randy yeah. Ronda, not uh, on the men's side. Who? who yeah, came out looking strong. Because technically, I mean, Ray, Ray. They both lost, really. So yeah, they, they both came out with losses right before WrestleMania. So so so, what's that match? What's the uh, WWE Championship match? Lashley uh, versus who? Like. Uh, uh, um. Yeah, it's it's. They just... looked like nothing, but how they did him in the rumble. Yeah, Biggie. It's that's a that's a shame of a story. I think with you know, how like Lashley and who? Because he's one of those guys that should have come out in the middle, even, and they cleaned house or had like a, a king yeah. moment at the very least, and looked like dominant. Like, oh, he's going all the way, right? Uh, but it. Because he came out at the end, it was just kind of the, I don't know. Yeah. Huh? Uh, Keith in the chat says, "Just got back from the rumble. I had a good time with the people around me, but the actual event was disappointment." Okay. Yeah. Well, I think uh, it covers it. We we just went over two hours. <laughs> um, everyone who is still with us, we appreciate you, Oz, Ishmael. This is a lot. We have a lot of people with us. us. JT098, Edward, Joseph Boza, Trevor Snook, Ashley Powell, Chris Jones. I'm trying to give as many of you shout outs. It makes me excited. It makes me excited. I mean, if this crowd showed up for Rumble, what are we going to have Mania night one and two? Justin, we got to talk about it. Hey, hey, guys in the chat, do you guys want to, wanted us to do something live? Let us know. At the in Texas. In Texas, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, 
do you want to be live in Texas with us? Do you just want us to be at our home studios and just be ready to go with you for an all nighter? Like <laughs> so, I, these that. are these are serious questions. Like Jack, been, you want to go to Texas? I, I want to go to Texas. I'm planning on going to Texas one way or the other. So let's do it. Uh, I'm going to get a cowboy hat. I'm going to get one of those big uh, cowboy hats. You're like, not going to uh, cover that hair. Shut up. I'm going to get the one that that uh, Jim Carrey wears in Dumb and Dumber. I'm going to have the those. best fans. <laughs> <laughs> for that that would be awesome yeah. we, 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 the numbers that are great I, I, but I, it is the thing do you want us live in texas like or are we fine our home studios and you just want us to be ready to go with you i don't know like what do you like what is it because in the chat people are saying live but then if we're live are you are, are, are okay are you the fans are you guys coming live they or do you want to or do you want to tune in because remember if, if you want to tune in from your home we have to then leave the stadium and get to said right. location to be live. What if I just do it on my phone, uh, Austin Theory style? Well, that that's a whole other challenge. And I just hold myself, hey, I'm here. That would be funny if we... Oh, I messed up my like, camera. Too. Hey, everyone show up at this place in Dallas, yeah. and it's just us on <laughs> the screen yeah. <laughs> on our phones. Uh, I think I think we can do this. So many now. people are on the chat saying they're they're in. Well, I want to get a I want to get a cowboy hat. So that's all right. That's <laughs> you only, only, only get yeah. so many chances to wear a cowboy hat if you live in California. So all right. let's do it. <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate everyone for being here uh, and joining us and sticking around till the end. Uh, we've got uh, I am at Real Jack Farmer. We've got at Justin Labar. We've got at Raj Geary underscore three zero three. Uh, you can follow all of us on social media. Make sure to tune in on Monday for the after Raw show. Ronda Rousey. No, we're back to it on Monday. Jesus. Back to it on Monday. It's not tomorrow. We got a day off. We got a day off. I'm going uh, to bed. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so make sure to follow Wrestling Inc. And obviously all this stuff going on there. I'm sure news is going to be coming in hot and heavy starting tomorrow. So check that out. That does it for us. We'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.